daddy gonna stay in school and, and graduate. You're gonna die, Klaus! You can do it! Captain Insano shows no mercy. You can do it! I love my mama very much. Now you know that. Once again, things that could have been brought to my attention yesterday! Hello and welcome to the Sandler Pit, the podcast where you naturally die if you get two bullets to the head. <laughs> uh, I don't know what this is from. Is it from uh, a Bulletproof? I mean, solid guess, but no, it's from the other greatest film of all time, The Do-Over. Both of equal level of quality. Now, nah, Bulletproof's way better. <sighs> yeah, I liked Bulletproof. Yeah, I think it, it was really good. Bulletproof was pretty good, yeah. It was it was the do-over that was the worst film of all time. Oh yeah, the do-over was horrendous. So yeah, welcome to the Sandler Pit. I'm Luke, and this is Luke, and this is the podcast where we watch and talk about every single Adam Sandler film, TV show, appearance, comic book, fan fiction, things he's produced, things he's written, chat show appearances. Get ready for our episode on Ellen. <laughs> oh god, I hope we never have to do that. Yeah, so every time we'll we'll watch something uh what are we watching this time this time we are watching the film men women ampersand children (laughs) yes you heard it here first this is what the fans have all been asking for for weeks months everyone's talking about it everyone i can't wait for this to trend number one on apple podcasts so you have letterbox now don't you i do yeah do you like log every film you've seen like ever i've done it a bit but i've probably haven't like exhausted it right to the true potential of every film that I've watched ever. What you can do is you can like log films, but you can also get, uh, set it to fade watched. Oh yeah. So um, this is Adam Sandler. I'm just showing you now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Literally. Oh, there's that's the only children. fucking film that's not faded out. Is oh Men, yeah. Cause even though the ones we haven't covered on the podcast, we have both seen them, haven't we? We've seen them. Yeah. So happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, double bill. Except for this, we have to watch his SNL appearances like I Am Chris Farley, Couch, like some short films and stuff, TV shows. But this is the last film that we have left that we've never seen. Isn't that sad? It is sad, but like we're going to find ways to keep milking this podcast with like films that we haven't seen. So, Oh yeah, and... we're, this isn't the season finale. We're going forever. Yeah, and like no one's seen Space Man yet, but we will see it. That's true. But isn't it weird that we've gone through all of his films and the one we thought, we're going to watch this last, (laughs) is Men, Women and Children. Yeah, but it's not for the podcast, is it? It's not like there's still films we haven't covered on this. So it's okay. Like, um, what's what's his name? The guy who voices Pinocchio, the one that is dead. Him. (laughs) You know the one. He's (laughs) dead? That's the name of the film, isn't it? Someone, someone is dead. Paulie Shaw. Oh, Paulie Shaw. Paulie Shaw is dead or something like that. I thought you were telling me that someone from The Adventures of Pinocchio was dead. (laughs) It's Geppetto. He hung himself. Oh, with the puppet strings. Oh my god, that would be uh, such a good film. Like, Pinocchio gets framed for the murder of Geppetto. Yeah, because his his strings were used to hang him. <laughs> would That's... watch. That's so dark. That's horrible. I mean, yeah, this... there's not been enough Pinocchio films. I'm surprised that's not one of them. Look what I've got. I thought it was a vape. Pop, 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 pop. Nah, she's not Stop doing that, because you're going to make your horrible little microphone peak again. 
<laughs> by blowing a dog whistle into a dog it. Whistle, yeah. To all right. our dog listeners. Stop, because you're going to fuck your microphone. It's bad at the best <laughs> of times. Is it okay? Yeah, it's fine. So what do you know about the film Men, Women and Children? Um, I know nothing about the film Men, Women and Children. I'm looking at the Wikipedia. I don't know anything about it. I've never heard of it, except for the fact that we've spoken about it week in and week out for two years. <laughs> yeah. When did you last watch it? When I last watch it. Well, I mean, you know that I watch this every week uh, <laughs> for a different podcast. When were no, you last uh, watching The Children? When did I last watch Children? Now, Your Honour, <laughs> I think this is a challenge. No, uh, I've never seen this film until we started doing this. I've never heard of it. Uh, how about you? Yeah, same. It kind of just exists, I guess. I've never heard anyone mention this film. Like, this is as sort of alien to me as Shakes the Clown was. Yeah. Those, those except, sort of films. Except this is like, what, Art House? I guess. Uh, one thing I do like, I really like the illustration for the poster. It's quite a nice poster, uh, isn't it? People all on their pr- phones. Yeah, and in the middle, there's two people hugging whilst everyone else is on their phone. And oh my God, is that Adam Sandler in the middle? It is. Oh, with a beard? Yeah, just above the sea for children. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's so yeah, from the director of Juno and Up in the Air. Have you watched either of those films? Um, I have not watched either of those films. Is Up in the Air that one with George Clooney that Shiny I always heard about? Is it? Uh, maybe. Nick. Yeah, I think I he has know. like a young girlfriend in it or something. I don't know, or maybe he's a step. No, 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 no way is no, no way is George Clooney going out with Shailene Woodley in up in the air. Like she's about fifty years younger than him, surely. Actually, even when that came out, she was probably a teenager as well, like a young teenager. It's not Shailene Woodley, I think it's Anna Kendrick. Oh, is it Anna Kendrick? Okay. She's a bit older, but still. I haven't seen either of those. I I've seen bits of Juno, but I remember everyone loving it when we were like teenagers. And then every time I saw stuff of it, it always looked a bit cringe. Yeah, I know what you mean. What was that? Was that the film with Elliot Page and and uh, Michael Cera? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything about it, so I can't really even say I think anything. It's, it's like Juno is pregnant and a kid. Isn't is give she? Aren't they adopting it? Yeah. Or like yeah, giving it up for adoption? Something like that. But it's um it's Jason Reitman who is Ivan Reitman's son who recently directed the Ghostbusters uh like legacy yeah. sequel that came out, which was I thought it was quite good. I didn't mind that film. But I really fucking hated the what, you liked the new Ghostbusters? Yeah, I thought it was quite a nice film actually. I like Ugh. I don't care about the original Ghostbusters that much, so the things that happen don't bother me in that. Me neither, like but because of that it kind of washed over me. I was like, I don't really get what this is. It felt like Stranger Things light and that but, bit when they have the ghost of Harold Ramis and it was really weird. That was a bit weird, but like I don't know. I think that's quite a like a shit thing to say that Stranger Things light because Stranger Things is just bad. The Goonies <laughs> light. No, Stranger yeah, Things good is good, but it's it's just like Amblin esque kid films have existed way before Stranger Things. All right, that's fair, that's but wasn't Ghostbusters? What I hate about Ghostbusters because I like the first one. And I hate every other one that's ever come out, like including Ghostbusters 2. But they add like this mythology to it, which it was always just a, a stupid comedy about men hunting ghosts. And that was it. And they were yeah. treating it like a blue collar job. It was never like this mythological thing. And it's always in these, it's like Rise of Skywalker and like, uh, I guess probably the new Jurassic Park sequel. It's all that like, oh, look at this from the 
from the past and mm. i don't know but i don't know the original enough for that to bother me like it just that's fair you could have told me that was a new thing or whatever and i wouldn't have cared i i don't know i think that that one i think it had like a surprising level of like heart and stuff him doing these sort of like indie dramas about family and stuff i can kind of see how that played into that new film because the stuff about like having a dad that wasn't there was actually quite good and quite like for a hollywood film it was surprisingly like kind of deep it wasn't really but like i think the emotional cords in it played quite well and then like the guy's dad like died like a month after the film came out hello quite poignant it's quite poignant sorry i'm getting distracted by the baby who's just walked in um horrible little rat dog that you've oi oi <laughs> what's it called pit uh, pip after With a t pip. at the end after the sound no, of the not... pit. oh i thought you meant like pip from super nintendo the stupid angel boy do you watch play Smash Brothers? I do. As yeah, a lad, I can't remember that character. But no, um, I named it Pip after Adam Sandler's character in Airheads. Lovely. So this film is a a comedy drama. I'm guessing it's going to be more drama. Um. Yeah. It doesn't look very funny. Uh, the thing I will say about this though is that like you really love the Meyerowitz stories, and everything about this mm. is just screaming that it's just the same as that kind of film. I guess that's true, but it's just the like no lack of... Other than you, no one talks about the Meyerowitz stories. That's a very good point. It's the lack of any positive reaction, really, that worries me. There wasn't much of that to Meyerowitz stories, though, was there? If, I mean, you're not wrong. That's fair. And that was uh, a I'm look... director. So I'm looking at the cast, Adam Sandler's fifth highest build, and he's playing a man called Don Truby. <laughs> Great name. <laughs> Which is good. And Dean Norris is in it from Breaking Bad. I love him. What's his character called? Hank. Hank, Hank yeah. Bad. Yeah, he's, he's good. great. Uh, Never seen then, him in anything other than Breaking Bad, though. I don't think. This will be him like riding the, the reins of the last season. He'll have just think? finished and then he'll be like, right, I've just been cast in indie drama. <laughs> Can you with, imagine he's playing just Sandler. the same character as well? <laughs> he's trying to hunt and down Adam Adam Hank. <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we've got Timothy Chalamet is also in it. God, he oh. must have been a fucking embryo at this Young point. Timothy. He's yeah, very low down though, isn't he? Yeah, he's he's fairly low down. We've also got uh, David Denman, who's I um, yeah, it's the guy from oh, the office. The office Pam's yeah. Pam's shitty boyfriend, who's not actually that bad. He's good in the office, isn't he? Yeah, he's good. And then J.K. Simmons, I saw he's also in it. Yeah, you got Emma Thompson as the narrator. Um Emma Thompson. Jennifer Garner's in this. I haven't seen her in a film in a long time. Was she in any of these that we've seen? I don't think she was. No, I might have made that up. Judy Greer, she's in loads of things. Always the same. She's movie. always a mum, yeah. Yeah, so I'm guessing she'll be a mum in this. Um, yeah, definitely. Ansel Elgort, the disgraced West Side Story star. Yeah, let's not talk about Ansel Elgort more than we have to. Yeah. Um, Caitlin Deaver, she's really good, actually. Everything I've seen her in, she's been good. Do you know her? No, I do not know her. She was in um, the one when they're at at school. Booksmart. <laughs> Whoa! Just get that dog out of here. Jesus Christ! Fucking hell! She might have the same name as Pip. She's hardly as charming as him. Not even slightly. I'd Sorry, be taking everyone. her back to the rescue centre after that. Good God! Yeah, she's going back to the pound. <laughs> like... <laughs> like the fox. Like lady in the tramp. Drive her <laughs> to the forest. Oh, so driver into the middle of nowhere for that how dare she bark and whilst we're talking about men women and children yeah it's men women and children not men women children and a dog 
So as always, when we watch this, we're going to have a Sandler scale, which is a list of tropes that we found in all these films. You can find it on our Instagram page at the Sandler Pit. It's stuff like Coca-Cola, Pepsi, uh, KFC, Tim Meadows. <laughs> Direct bikinis, cameo. directors. Yeah, I get that. Do you, do you think this is going to hit many of our regular tropes? If I'm being honest, I don't think it's going to hit very many of our tropes. But I don't know. I don't know anything about this. I haven't seen a trailer. The poster doesn't even have, like, characters on it. Humans on it, yeah. Yeah, so fuck knows. I mean, it could be, even though it's saying it's a comedy drama, it might be like a slapstick film where Nick Swarton's going to appear and throw a can of Coke at someone's head. You never know. (sighs) Fingers crossed. Do you have anything else you want to say up top? Not not particularly. Yeah, so if we've got nothing else to say, grab your fucking... (laughs) Men, women and children. Grab your men. Grab your women, and dare I say grab your children, because we're diving right into men, women, and children. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to go check (laughs) on my dog. (laughs) You are now listening to the Sandler Pit. I think if I disappeared tomorrow, the universe wouldn't really notice. And we are back. We've watched the film Men, Women, and Children, and we are ready to talk about it. Thomas, (laughs) can you tell me the... Plot. What's a plot? Plot. A plot. This had a. This had a plot. <laughs> <laughs> what um, the hell is men, women, and children? Because we were clueless in the intro. We were. And Are you any uh, wiser now? <laughs> we've gone seventy-one episodes of keeping the same rhythm. I like the rhythm we have, where we both separately watch. We both don't talk about it. Then we come in mm-hmm. and we broke it today. We both started saying how much we hated this <laughs> before we even got on here. So this fucking film is it's like love actually if love actually was shit and written by a concerned Mm mum and it's about men and women and also children but it's not really children it's like teenagers it should be men women and teenagers yeah there's not really actually any kid kids in this is there there's one kid kid and he doesn't have any lines yeah 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 um, thank God, because there doesn't need to be more people with lines in this. God, how do I break down this plot? So I guess they all go to the same school, and it's a school that could only exist in a universe like Hollyoaks or Brookside or Biker Grove, where everything's can, an what issue. What can we say about that in, in like an American sense, though? Oh, to explain to our American listeners what they are. Um, kind of like 13 Reasons Why. <laughs> yeah, 13 Reasons Why, but even worse, like a soap opera, everything, like a days of our lives i was trying to think about this earlier is there any you know how we have coronation street eastenders and emmerdale they're on like every night or every other night we talk about them constantly is there something like that in the u.s that's on there's there's days of our lives which is is, that still on and stuff i think so that's in friends isn't it well you hate friends famously that's your personality seems like i know so much more if i watch that average show that everyone loves um, so apparently, according to this, it is Days of Our Lives, The Bold and the Beautiful, The Young and the Restless, Sunset Beach, and Hollyoaks. <laughs> they have Hollyoaks over there. No, it can't be. They don't. They can't have a US Hollyoaks. No way. No, I feel it's like people ho- over here don't watch Hollyoaks, let alone the ones in the US. If we're talking about um, rest in peace to a soap opera, rest in peace, neighbours. Oh yeah, neighbours. Toadfish will Gone. be remembered. God, I love Tony. Like, uh, that was my granddad's favourite soap when I was growing up. He'd always watch Neighbours. You've you've met my granddad. That yep. 
nasty <laughs> little swearing <laughs> goblin. He'd that always just mad. sit down and yeah, I watch. I can't imagine uh, him watching that. The Adventures of Toady. <laughs> anyway, back to this film. Uh, so they all exist in this terrible universe, and you've got several families, um, all with very unique issues. But not really. But they're not really, and none of them are fleshed out, and it's boring. Um, so you've got uh, Hank from Breaking Bad. He's going for a divorce, and he's got a, a son who used to like football, but now he likes video games. Mm. There's a woman who's awful, and she hates her daughter who's done nothing. There's a horrible mum who sells porn of her daughter, <laughs> and the daughter who's who's a terrible person. There's yeah. a awful couple who both cheat on each other and have the most awful existence with their son with erectile dysfunction. You have, um, I think that's all of them. You also have Timothy Chalamet. Uh, Luke, what, what did you what did you think of Men, Women, and Children? Yeah, I hated it. Depressing, <laughs> terrible. Yeah, it was. I, oh, I really wanted to like it, but literally as soon as it started, I was like, "For fuck's sake, what the shit is this?" It starts with this. It's bookended by Emma Thompson narrating, and her voice pops up every now and again, just mm. to say things like about Don Truby, who's Adam Sandler's character. It'll be things like Don Truby believed he had a small penis, and then she just doesn't <laughs> speak again for like half an hour. But um, yeah, it's bookended by her narrating while a capsule flies around space talking about how they're sending a message to aliens or other civilizations about humanity. And it's got sounds of the sea and waves crashing and the wind coming through an oak tree and all this shit. Which I believe is a real thing. I think that is a, a real space craft. Yeah, I believe that. But at the same time, like if... If this film's an example of the things they're sending to aliens, no one's ever coming to our planet, are they? If they sent this film to space, we'd get blown up. That's how yeah. boring it is. In like, every... Did Hubie Halloween just cheat on his wife? The aliens were fuming <laughs> about it. Did I just see Hubie Halloween put a box of tissues ready to wank it in his son's bedroom? Is that what I just saw? Oh, my God. But when it started off, I thought it had... Clean. I thought it had this kind of tone that it was going to be like a bit tongue-in-cheek and have funny-ish moments, like mm. trying to think what sort of film you'd compare I, it to. The narration uh, made me think Stranger of Stranger Than Fiction. fiction. Yeah. Yay! Straight away. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I thought there'd be some like sarcastic humour and stuff, but as it went along, it got darker and darker and we're getting every sort of after-school special problem. We've got like drug use, we've got video game addiction apparently, even though this guy's just on his computer a couple of nights or whatever and oh god don't you've got like anorexia you've got a dad oh, I forgot annoyed... about the anorexia <laughs> you've got um a miscarriage you've got underage sex you've got literally so much happens in this film yet it manages to have no drama because you're not connected to these characters also every character is horrible i don't and think there's anyone in it that you root a... for no every scene's in a kitchen as well so you don't yeah, apart it's just from the, so boring. Apart from the school stuff, but yeah, it's all very kitchen based. And <laughs> the biggest crime is that Timothy Chalamet is a bullying jock, the skinniest, <laughs> smallest, most. Now, I don't know. Oh god! Ima- imagine looking at this Edwardian-looking, sickly, frail boy, sickly gentleman. Who, yeah, a little gentleman who, who I'm sure was wearing some sort of little frock and a riding jacket when he yeah. came to his interview and you went this guy could play footy couldn't he mm-hmm. yeah 
literally a guy that crawled out of the background of a Tim Burton film, and then they're thinking like, yeah, <laughs> he looks let's like put him in pads and get him on the pitch. He looks exactly like what Pinocchio would look like <laughs> when he gets brought to life. <laughs> no, they're like, this guy would be a really good quarterback. What yeah. are you doing? It makes no oh. sense. And the thing with Timothy Chalamet is that he has one line in this, and now he's like one of the biggest stars on the planet, isn't he? Everyone mm. loves Timothy, Timothy, whatever we'll he's called. Tim. But yeah, they wasted that. It's it's pretty like criminal how many good actors they waste in this mm. film because there's it, so many people that would be a big draw, especially the time it came out as well. And yeah, it's just it's just pretty shit. I wouldn't recommend it. I can see why no one's watched it. How about you? I know you liked it. I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, no. This is uh, one of the fucking worst things I've ever seen with my own eyes. Like, it's it's everything that I usually like in films, and they've made it bad. Um, mm. Like, I couldn't stop thinking it was a bit like if Crazy Stupid Love. Have you ever seen that? With, yeah, that's quite uh, a good film. I love that film. It's really good. And there's lots of interconnected storylines with families and kids and teenagers and parents and relationships. Mm. And it's great. And then this does the same thing, but it's fucking awful. There's there's no depth to anything. The The script is horrendous. The acting is awful. And it's from yeah. people we've seen, even whilst doing this, but in our, like just watching TV shows and films that I know are good actors. Mm-hmm. and they use them so badly everything about this just feels grim and gross it feels like a very patronizing old man telling me that the internet is bad and that's their little take they want to want to do and how phones are wrecking our brains and how computers are killing us and mm-hmm. and all this but it's just so shit and badly told and lame and i hated it you could tell me it was written by a 60 year old man and i'd believe it but like ivan reitman uh no it's not ivan reitman is it no ivan reitman. jason reitman jason reitman i can't believe the the son of the writer of evolution made this one of the best <laughs> films of all time this is some bullshit <laughs> I, I think he was 38 when he made this film but you could tell me he was in his 60s because like the only thing I'll say that they do well is that I quite like the graphic where everyone's phones are above their heads, but that's like nothing new, really. They do that on Hollyoaks. Do you remember that episode of Hollyoaks? I don't know if I made you watch it. I think I made Jack watch it. The one where that boy from my school's in it. And he was posted on, I shouldn't say too much, but he was posted on like social media like, oh my God, uh, I'm going to be in Hollyoaks. And it was all like photos of him with one of the main characters, like on this poster. I was like, oh, what's, what's going down? <laughs> and I watched it and it was this guy is like started hanging out with these racists oh, nice. and then he arrives and then he's like and he comes in with a Dinnington axe he's like could any of you lads uh, mind moving your I couldn't move in your car I can't get my bike in he <laughs> says it like that and then they go out and they're like ready to hit him because he's, he's because he's mixed race and then he goes look I just want to lads I don't want any trouble I just want to <laughs> put up my back and then he gets <laughs> stamped on his head oh no <laughs> that's one horrible of, one of the worst appearances of the soap opera ever do you know the, that um, hollyoaks every episode has an after credit scene <laughs> did just, you know that it actually genuinely no, does because <laughs> i wanted to watch i think i was watching it must have been married at first sight on channel four it was coming on like after hollyoaks 
And so I watched the last like three minutes of an episode and it was like, um, there was like some couple moved in with each other or something and they were keeping it secret from their mum. And then after the after credit, in the after credit scene, it was them like, mum, I'm gay. <laughs> and then it just yeah, went down, 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 down. <laughs> So good. Yeah. It's so good. But the point I was making, and also this boy, I did my drum uh, GCSE with him. We both did Waiting for Godot. We did it together. Uh, and he got 120 out of 120, and I got 119 out of 120. Oh, mate, one more mark. So, you could have been getting your. I could have been on Hollyoaks getting my head stumped on. In a story, <laughs> storyline where people hate fat, bald people. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. One of the most marginalised <laughs> groups ever. <laughs> I, do you know, I worked God, at... Damn. This is such a horrible tangent. We keep on just talking about... No, no, keep going. We don't want to talk about this film. There's nothing to really say about the film other than we both hate it. Um, <laughs> I worked on a reality show like two jobs ago now. And it was made by the same production company that do Hollyoaks. And for some reason, like, the only things they make are Geordie Shaw, The Only Way is Essex, spin-offs of both of those shows... A couple of other things, but all in reality, and then just randomly Hollyoaks, which is scripted, uses different types of crews. Everything like it, I don't understand it. It's really odd. Why do they do it? Like, why does anyone do Hollyoaks anymore? I'm surprised it never sure. got cancelled. But my point is that I brought up Hollyoaks for and went on this tangent about um, a boy who will remain nameless and who I actually really do like. I bumped into him at Dinnington Hairdressers when I had hair, and he was really nice. Uh, and he now and plays. Grey Worm on Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? It's any one of these days coming, he's going to get a big part. And I'll be like, that's that fucker. It'll we happen. The girl from my school just got cast in um, The Witcher, the next series of The Witcher. Wow. But this cool. is Dinnington, mate. No one gets famous. But anyway, my point that I was trying to make, but I kept getting distracted, is that Hollyoaks also has that effect where... Uh, messages appear next to their head and mm. things like that. So it's not this, this isn't revolutionary technology. They're just ripping off a Channel 4 soap opera. So I, I always think of it being from Sherlock. That was one of the first things I remember seeing it. It was good in that. Yeah. But like, Maybe. no, I mean, there's a bit when they're like walking down the hallway and you can see some of them are doing, they're all like different apps and stuff. Like that's quite, that one visual was probably it the looks only like thing a... I saw in this where I was like, oh, okay, that's something interesting, I guess. I didn't like it. It looked like an advert for Pokemon Go, and I was like, "The whole thing's this. like an advert for Facebook," while also telling you that Facebook's bad. Facebook's bad, yeah. It's you know what I hate is how dated the internet culture is. Like um, words with friends you, appears at one word, point. Yeah, words with friends, a Tumblr. Um, hmm. It's it's a bit like um, Doctor Who during uh, what's his face's era. Stephen Moffat's it always referenced popular culture there's one mm. I know that you're a big Doctor Who fan so I don't know why I'm even telling you this Doctor but there's Who one friends wh- and Hollyoaks that's my weekend sort of. <laughs> there's one where the moon turns out to be a big egg oh nice and this and is why I don't are... like that fucking show it's so <laughs> shit that is the shittest thing that and the absorber lot. that's enough to put me off there's one where the moon is a big egg and then they're talking and then there's like oh we saw a post about this on tumblr <laughs> and it's like oh fucking hell just stop pandering to losers the thing is though when you're younger at the time and you hear a reference like that you're like oh that's pretty cool oh, that's cool <laughs> yeah it's a shame it's so easy to timestamp things isn't it yeah I, I re-watched the scream films at the start of the year in preparation for when the new one was coming out and scream 4 
It was quite a good film, to be fair, but so much of it is like about, I think, MySpace, maybe. Yeah. Do you think that eventually, like, our kids' generation will be like, oh, it doesn't matter. Like, it's like a historical artifact, but for us, it's like, it's still too present to be something we can be nostalgic about. I don't know, because it's kind of cool when you watch a film and it's set in, like, 2006 and they have, like, different phones. We say about Uncut Gems, didn't we? That was set in 2012, I think, and that was already, like, a period thing. Do you think there's going to be a time where in, like, 10 years' time people think it's really cool to, like, have a BlackBerry instead of a (laughs) whatever the new phone is then, like an iPhone 5, like, 22 or whatever? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> They're just going out, like, typing up on those little, little keys. Because there was a time uh, when, like, Tamagotchis and shit came back for a really brief period. And, like, look at, like, Rubik's Cubes and whatever. Every so often they have, like, a a newfound yeah. cultural relevance for a bit. You until, never know. Until people buy them, play them with them for five seconds and they're like, this is fucking shit. Realise then... why we stopped, yeah. Yeah, did you ever have a Tamagotchi? Uh, my sister did. Uh, I, I had one and I killed it. Um, shit itself to death. Nice, yeah. That will happen so, to your dog next. Your new dog. Yeah, I know. I was gonna, <laughs> that's how my dog went. That's how. <laughs> but yeah, yes. what what is there to actually say about this film? Um, sh- I don't know. There's too much and there's too little as well. Should we go through family by family to t- quickly talk about them and we'll leave Sandler for the end? Okay. Let's go with um, uh, Hank from Breaking Bad and his, his son. Hmm. His son is... Ansel Elgort? Ansel Elgort, yeah. Um, <laughs> Disgraced actor, I mean, Ansel Elgort. Is, disgr- yeah. yeah. Um, that man does a real horrible lip quiver when he cries, doesn't he? Mm. He's got there's funny a bit, lips. He's got small there's a lips. Bit, there's a bit at the end and literally he's there like... <laughs> His mouth is like, like a fucking duck's bill. <laughs> I, do you know he's part of a thing where like he's an actor that's like putting aside every anything in his personal life or whatever mm. he's part of like this new wave of unlikable but serviceable actors mm. anytime i see him like he always does the job like west side story fine baby driver fine 14 our stars okay <laughs> great film. i lit up like a christmas tree i remember that that was so sad very sad but um like him Asa Butterfield from Sex Education. Never really like him very much. Got one of those faces. You know my story um, about Asa Butterfield? You're in that film X and Y, the autism one, right? Yeah, I was in the film X plus X plus Y in Sheffield. They it's had quite to a good get film, extras. actually. I remember Never watching it because you said you were in it and then I not couldn't in see it. you in it. <laughs> they cut me out. They got my fucking friend Greg Reynolds. They've got him in the trailer. He was sat next to Sally... Um, what's her name? Sally Hawkins. From yeah, and Rafe Spall, and they were giving him acting tips, and they were like talking to him and being really nice. And now and he's in sat- Hollyoaks. <laughs> and now he's in Hollyoaks. <laughs> no, that guy's never done anything. Um, but like we were there, and he got made like Team Australia, so he was on camera all the time next to all the stars. And I was Team New Zealand, so I was really far at the back for like most of it, and I was right. never on camera, and it sucked. And then Asa Butterfield had to throw his pot pie hat into the audience or whatever a boater like a straw boater doesn't doesn't really matter it it does matter because it had a spin on it like a fucking frisbee and he threw it and i caught it like a like a groupie and then the guy was like right let's roll let's retake go back to the 
start or whatever. Asa, don't throw it at the fat kid this time. <laughs> don't throw it at the little <laughs> fat boy in the car. Uh, and anyway, and then I got stood up and I went over and I was like, oh, here's your hat, mate. And he just snatched it and then went back to his mark. See, that's, like, it. that's why he's in this, this section of these actors. I'm like, who, who the fuck do you think you are, mate? Yeah. <laughs> You're younger than me, you little <laughs> you little prick. <laughs> who else is in um, this? Sec- these these actors. Um, so so I'd say Miles Teller maybe. I always no, like I him in Miles. films, but he comes I, across I, unlikable. No, love Miles Teller. He's great. He's not one of these horrible boys. No, nah, he is. He's good though, but he is one of these people. I, I saw really a tweet like... earlier that said that Miles Teller needs to be cut some slack just because he looks like the sort of person that would have called you dick rash in school. <laughs> I really like that. He tweet. does, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> one of my favourites is the man from to all the boys i've loved before he's a he's a good teen heartthrob noah centineo no but i'm not talking teen heartthrobs i know you want to talk about men you like but (laughs) (laughs) um i mean like they do the job but they're quite unlikable those young yeah that's that's noah centineo they're all in like the maze runner they're in the oh will polter will polter's Uh, one no i always like him but he's yeah but he's also got a face that you want to like Give a little slap, like our friend Dylan Jack. O'Brien. Dylan O'Brien, oh, definitely. Yeah, they're we all, want to slap him fine. in a twenty-five-minute version of that Taylor Swift song, whatever. Oh God, that doesn't sound good. Remember that song? Did, nah. you, did you listen to it? She redid her uh, one about Jake Gyllenhaal, where he stole her scarf. Oh God, I can't just can't be dealing with all that stuff. A chain on the ground. Dave oh, Franco. Dave Franco. Yeah, he's the hundred percent phenomenal. He's not even a kid yeah. though, is he? He's like forty-five. He's a forty-five-year-old. He's a forty-five-year-old kid. Yeah, but he could play a seventeen-year-old. I'd be like, right, okay. Yeah, give him a slap. Yeah, but yeah, part of that generation. And uh, Ansel Elgort is probably the front runner of it. Yeah. Do you know who I found this family to look like? Like an American distorted version, like a dramatized, awful version of you and your dad. <laughs> Oh really? I don't know. There's something about Dean Norris that looks a bit like your dad to me. Like if he's like if a Hollywood... rough version of my dad, isn't it? Yeah. If Hollywood were to cast your dad, I'd say my dad a few Norris. years ago though, because now my dad's like strangely skinny. Yeah, but now... so was Dean Norris in this film. He was weird skinny. Was he? I didn't. Yeah, like he enough. kept. I was on he my kept phone. Like, well, he, like at the start of the film, like he's there and he's holding a football, staring at his son. Like, why do you not want to play footy anymore, boy? Hmm. And then he goes outside and I think he's throwing the football to himself. And then he fries a single chicken breast and eats it. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I did like, see that bit, yeah. And he's all That's lean weird. in this. And he's and because he's doing that smile, the Hank smile, but he's skinny. And I'm like, oh, this is odd. Yeah, yeah he looks I think like he your dad. Was... I think he might have been one of the most wasted in this, Dean Norris. Not that like they were going to have him running around as part of the DEA or Shield or something, but I don't know. Like, well, I thought at first I wrote in my notes that oh, he's the only normal person in this film. Yeah, he was for quite a while, and then suddenly at the end he goes, "You're playing football next next season because and, and I don't give a." Your mum abandoned us both, and I've cancelled my credit card, and I've deleted your account because your 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 friends all said they want to fuck your mum. Yeah, and they wanna, he doesn't they wanna, understand banter, does he? <laughs> it's like Jesus Christ. Oh, they said some nice things about your mum. It's <laughs> just like that, isn't it? 
<laughs> that's just kids on a thing. Like, why would he get that offended by that? He's like, what a stupid man, grounding his son because of something his friends said as a joke on the internet. God, you'd um, be in big trouble if your mum and dad did that every time that I said something. Could you imagine? Good lord, they'd be like, oh, your friend's nice. You'd be like Harry <laughs> Potter in Chamber of Secrets. <laughs> you say horrible room. things about my parents. Um, <laughs> no, so I do not. <laughs> you're always like on about him. You're always like, fuck him. I love him. <laughs> nah, I, I think I'll say more about your dad, but in a positive way. Yeah, that's way. fine though. He loves, he loves it. So he looks like a skinny, more hench version of Hank from Breaking Bad. <laughs> uh, and, and that's why he's like you, because his son is like a little video game playing nerd. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I, did, you're, I did used to play football all the time. No. You're a bit... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course you did. You're a bit of like one of those kids who used to play like RuneScape and World of Warcraft looking fucker. No, I've never played Is either this... of those. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you ever play online games like this boy does? I played like GTA and a bit of Call of Duty. Okay. Um, most of the time like you... with friends and stuff. But we Is had this game down here, didn't we? <laughs> is this game like a real game? Or I don't know. Is I'm it... actually going to search it now. It was called Guild Wars. Guild Wars, and yeah, if real. so, okay, cool. I was going to say, does it look? It came out though. Why is he still playing that? Well, World of Warcraft came out in like 2004, and people. Oh yeah, still those play games that. never yeah. get updated, do they? Never die. Yeah. I was going to say the video game seemed kind of realistic, and I was a bit surprised that it seemed like an actual but, game. Yeah, it felt like this film was just made out of like it was it was paid for by like Facebook and stuff, though, wasn't it? Because mm. everything in it, every ten seconds, was like someone looking at a screen and stuff. They must have got so much money from that. They must have. Yeah, I found Ansel Elgert to be a little fucker because his whole his whole deal is like. Oh, I'm so sad my mum left and now I don't want to play football and I just want to play video games with my boys and whatever. It's like, yeah, okay. And then he's there in the fucking he's in like Meadowhall food court. He's in like the oasis in Meadowhall and he's going like Was he? Yeah, they they flew there in the middle of it. <laughs> you must have been on your phone at that scene. <laughs> but they they're there like, oh um, I'm just one molecules out of a hundred billion molecules and I'm Hitler and I'm Einstein and I'm the first caveman and we're, nothing matters. We're all just floating around in space and it doesn't oh, really yeah. matter about what happens to me. Stuff. And then his girlfriend's like, wow, you're so fucking deep. Like, shut the fuck up, you yeah. stupid bastard. That was proper cringy, wasn't it? That was too <laughs> much. It. It's too much. Little yeah. nerd. He hangs out with his girlfriend at the quarry every day. He's a loser <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> Until his mum's, her mum starts fucking trying to assassinate bully again. <laughs> Do you? Oh, can I tell you one thing before we move on to that family? Because that's definitely the next one that we talk about. Um, <laughs> Ansel Elgort's mum is leaving Hank from Breaking Bad for a guy called Greg Cherry, and they laugh <laughs> at that loads, as if all of the other characters' names aren't totally fucking ridiculous in this film. Is his name Greg Cherry? Yeah. And there's a popular date and someone laughs about it. But then here's some of the names in this film. I'm just going to put some on, like, Shuffle. Brandy Beltmeyer. (laughs) Tim Mooney. Don Truby. Donna Clint. (laughs) Danny Vance. (laughs) Danny Vance. (laughs) If someone told you there's a character called Danny Vance, who do you think it would be? Uh, Danny Vance. I I mean, I've just watched this film. I'm going to say Timothy Chalamet. (laughs) It is. Danny Vance loves to dance. Bully. Danny Vance. Um, <laughs> Secret Lover. Oh, that's a code name. Um, we've got J.K. Simmons with the classic character Alison's dad. 
That's <laughs> his character name. That's a good to name. IMDb. Oh, God. Sh- shrink. Oh, that actually is a guy who is a shrink. Oh. <laughs> he thought his name was Shrink. <laughs> Would it surprise you in this film? No. Wendy Grunding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, dear. The cheek that name. they have to have J.K. Simmons and not even give his character a name. A name, yeah. Or a story or lines or anything, really. We'll we'll get on to him in a minute. <laughs> There's yeah. too many people. So I got his name down as Mark Jerry, <laughs> the, the new guy. What, what the, the new is? husband? No, I've just yeah. checked IMDb. It's Greg Cherry. And what did you write it down as? Greg Cherry. Oh, Greg, Ch- Greg Cherry. God, how did I get Mark Jerry? Because <laughs> everyone <laughs> was... mumbles in this room because they're sad and realistic. Uh, um, yeah, my mum's wearing this douchebag called Mark Jerry. Yeah, um, I can see the confusion. Yeah, he punches Timothy Chalamet as well. No, he doesn't. He, punches... he lifts him up above his head like he's the fucking Hulk. Did you see that bit? Yeah, but I was kind of like zoning out of consciousness at that point. <laughs> you have uh, it a fit. Yeah, so but he, he lifted him up, but it's because Timothy Chalamet probably does weigh about six pounds. You probably could lift him up that high, but I was yeah. still like, who does that move know. in school? What's his name? Vincent Benny. What was what was uh, Chalamet's name in this? It was like Larry Vance, wasn't it? Larry, Larry big, Vance. big Vince Bank. Vince Vance, wasn't it, or something? He's called Jim Muscles. No, Danny Vance. <laughs> Danny <laughs> yeah. Vance, that's it. Of course. Uh, so Vinny Dance was there like, <laughs> like, hey, hey, you fucking prick. You've, he, calls we him, can't... he calls him a gay slur as well. Yeah, hey. With an F. Hey, hey beep, you fucking. Hey, British slang for cigarette. Yeah, hey, cigarette, come here. You fucking, you've ruined football for this season for us for some reason. No wonder your mum doesn't love you, you piece of shit or whatever. No wonder your mum's fucking Greg Cherry. No wonder your mum's fucking Greg Cherry. We all have her on Facebook because we're all connected. And then obviously Ansel just picks him up like a fucking ragdoll and throws him. Um, he throws him back into the past, and that's when loose—no, not loose women, little women. That's that's how little yeah. women started. Then book smart woman's like they're like nodding and like smiling. I'm like, this guy's oh, fuck fucking hot. <laughs> I mean, I would say he's the worst boy in this film, but he's really not. There's like several. <laughs> All the boys really... are bad in it. Everyone's yeah, we'll, we'll... bad in it. I think we need to get to Sandler's son really at the end. So yeah. there's a lot to unpack there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm done with talking about Ansel Elliot. He's boring. He's a loser. And his mum left him. Um, yeah. So let's go on to Caitlin to... Deaver's character then, shall we? Caitlin Deaver's character, um, who is so... called she is um, Brandy Beltmeyer, <laughs> <laughs> daughter of Patricia Beltmeyer. So there's Brandy Beltmeyer, Patricia Beltmeyer, and Mister Beltmeyer, who is a balding man. Oh, is he seen? Drinks... Yeah, he's seen. He's like, why do you just let her be a teenager tonight? Oh yeah, I think that's his that. only line. Ray, Ray Beltmeyer, he's called. Ray Beltmeyer. Well, he's just a balding <laughs> man. His hairline is literally at the back of his neck. <laughs> oh. It's all the stress from having an absolute fucking nightmare woman as his wife. He's, his nightmare wife. Um, so with Tia the... Leone from Spanglish, in terms of being the most hateable character, I would say. I think she's worse. She's worse than Tia. I was like, God damn! At least Tia Leone had some fucking charm. <laughs> Did she? <laughs> no. At least she can run fast. <laughs> uh, yeah, this daughter's like a whatever. She's just a fucking loser kid who posts stupid shit on Tumblr, like photos of her in a, a lazy town wig. 
I'd maybe go as far as to say, yeah, until the lazy town wig <laughs> stuff comes in, I'd say she's maybe the closest thing to like someone that's being. not totally rotten. <laughs> like, yeah, she's not rotten. She's not rotten to her core. The internet hasn't uh, ruined her yet. Mm-hmm. She's kind of just a normal kid who's kind of a bit of an emo. And she's like, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm not allowed to do anything. My mum doesn't let me do anything. This is like a Coke Zero, Diet Coke version of her performance in Short Term 12. Have you seen that? I think I, I might haven't mentioned no. it to you before. It was like Brie Larson's first film. It's got like her... All right. Who's the guy that's in Get Out that's not Daniel Kaluuya? The one that's like, that actually says like, get out, that guy. Oh, um, loads of good stuff. The Sorry to Bother You guy, fuck. He's he's such a good actor and I feel very rude for forgetting his name. But he's in it. It's like loads of good upcoming actors and it was made like 2013 before anyone knew any of them. Lakeith Stanfield. Lakeith Stanfield, that's it. Yeah, Rami Malek's in it, Stephanie Beatriz. You gotta watch it, it's a good film. A lot better than okay. this. It's also depressing, but redeeming, unlike this film. Yeah, this is depressing and irredeemable. But yeah. So yeah, she's she's like, whatever. She doesn't really have much of a character, but her mum, she's the fucking... Her character honestly... is to literally be like a modern-day computer version of like the girl from Tangled. <laughs> she's Rapunzel. She's, she's stuck Rapunzel. in her tower while her mum keeps imprisoning her. Her evil witch. Um, her Mr. Her Robot-style mom's... hacker mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, her mum's like Mary Whitehouse, like crazy fucking insane, awful conservative, uh, irredeemable uh, prick mm-hmm. who she really doesn't want her daughter to do anything on the internet because the internet is she full of. Got Wi Fi. Why has she got her daughter a phone? Why has she got her all these things if she's just going to like not let her actually do anything on any of them? Waste her life checking. So she checks for everything. She has a device which she can check incoming messages to or something. Yeah, for a USB stick or something. Don't Don't know what technology that that is. She hosts meetings for the local parents. Like, she is meant to be a nightmare. She's mum's net, isn't she? She's just, yeah, but she's so, like, two-dimensional as a character. She's fucking abysmal uh, to the point where she basically tells Ansel Elgert, she hacks her daughter's phone, and Ansel Elgert's like... I'm really sad. I feel like I, I want to die, whatever. Mm-hmm. She's like, good. You fucking loser. Like, and she's messaging, a, obviously a teenage boy. Like, good. You fucking, I hope you fucking die. Yeah. Like, why don't you fucking grow up and stuff like that? Why don't you grow up? Like, you but... loser. Like, first of all, they go to the same fucking school. So that would get cleared up in two seconds. Yeah. He'd be like, that was out of line what you said. And they'd be like, what? I didn't say it oh my God, my fucking crazy mum, which you know about, has obviously stolen my phone because I'm clearly in love with you. Yeah, just I'm, I'm really worried that people are going to listen to this and just think we're shouting like madmen because they're not going to have watched so this bad. film. But Watch there's the so film. much to say. But basically, by the point that she's messaging Ansel Elgort, the mum, it's already been cleared up by the daughter that the mum like is on her phone clearing all her messages yeah. and doing all that stuff. It's... So obvious it, it pushes him on. to overdose on one pill <laughs> he, has, <laughs> right. he has one pill that makes I'm, him overdose and shoot i'm gonna like, say like out. william shakespeare also wrote a play his most famous play <laughs> is a simple misunderstanding Macbeth. where if, <laughs> all his plays are just like if you had one conversation you'd work out oh it's fine yeah. But then he keeps fucking up. Like, Romeo kills himself because he just doesn't talk to another human being. And this is the same. Teenagers are stupid, clearly, <laughs> obviously. 
but also that woman is a fucking monster. <laughs> She's yeah. the worst maniac villain we've ever had. But isn't he mostly sad just because like his dad's deleted his RuneScape account? Yeah, he's really he's there <laughs> with his stupid duck bill face with tears streaming down his cheeks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Such a horrible my, turn of events. My my my, my dad deleted my gaming account. And then his stupid <laughs> girlfriend who is like, I hate you. <laughs> Texted him. Don't and care I, about your fucking RuneScape account. Go die. She's like, <laughs> I, I wrote to you and I in during this and I said, I'm gonna come up like hot and heavy, angry if uh, it turns out that he tries to kill himself because of this stupid mum. Yeah. And it, then literally, as I was typing it, he's on the floor yeah. with All talc around his it. mouth. Like a student film. Um, <laughs> it was so bad. It was exactly like that film you were in, The Pill. Yeah, it was. It was just like it. But <laughs> as well, when when he wakes up, I know we said that Caitlin Deaver's like the closest thing to a normal person. The first thing she says to him He's all sweaty and like got the remnants of foam on his mouth, and she's like, yeah. "You're beautiful, you know that. You are, you are the most beautiful person, you know that I've ever seen. You're really shut beautiful. up. <laughs> explain he's all to sweaty. him. <laughs> yeah, ex- he doesn't. He also doesn't know what's happened. So explain to him, I love you. Actually, like that was my mom. You should have just, I don't know, come round to check or waited to see me at school tomorrow because we go to the same school." <laughs> And he's like totally just covered in phlegm. He's just dirty and covered in phlegm. And then Dean Norris is like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, son, for fucking being insane. I'll bring your RuneScape account back. <laughs> I'll, I'll bring it. I'll, I'll call up the credit card company. I'll, I'll, I'll reinstate your gaming account. Good <laughs> Lord. It is amazing, though, that um, we're saying that Jennifer Garner's hacker mum character is the like <laughs> worst person in this when there's literally another mum that's distributing porn of her child right well <laughs> you're right actually like there are some irredeemable people but for some reason this is the one that stuck out as one of the worst i, I think maybe it's because um, judy greer's character shows a bit of like humility over what yeah. she did whereas jennifer garner sees the little boy in his hospital scrubs in bed fucked up and she looks a bit sad about it but like that's where the scene ends, and that's like the end yeah, of the film. Th- it's the end of the film, and you see her unplugging the fake memory stick machine. <laughs> but, like, I need a scene of Ansel Elgert being like, you nearly fucking killed me. You need to... She needed to fucking kill herself, need- like, yeah, again. Yeah. Like, she needed to, to uh, remove like herself a samurai from society. Death. <laughs> she, yeah, she, needed to, she needed to do exactly that scene, look sadly, but then pull out a samurai sword <laughs> and stab herself in the stomach. Put she has gone down and do it, yeah. <laughs> She's gone way too far. Like, she's completely, at this point, irredeemable. But whatever. Have you got anything else to say about that horrible family? Or should we get on to the porn family? And by porn family, I mean the, the one porn family. The or maybe, no, we should probably go to anorexia next. Yeah. <laughs> this is like on Family Fortunes, where you get to choose your category. It's like porn. <laughs> porn Check the board! Anorexia! anorexia. <laughs> ding, ding, ding! Um, yeah, I think that's everything that I've got about all of those horrible families. Let's go on to the next horrible family. Okay, so there's a uh, girl in this who uh, is uh, horrible, first of all, because they're, like, mocking their friend in front of her, like, just by texting each other, like, this skank bitch, yeah, whatever. Uh, You go into a room, and it's like Buffalo Bill. Uh, Literally, the entire room is covered in pictures of torsos. Mm Mm-hmm. 
I'm not a dad, you know, but I would be fucking really, really worried, you know? Yeah. Uh, Who are we talking about here? Because I don't remember this at all. The anorexic girl. (laughs) She has like photos on the wall of torsos, really skinny torsos. I watched this on a very small TV. I wasn't paying any attention. They, They do a panning shot of the entire room and the entire room is like um like a police <laughs> investigation board like cork board full of pictures just God. of torsos and then jk simmons comes in with a shepherd's pie and he's like uh you can get some seconds if you want holy shit i would be calling up someone i'd be like this is not right she's got pictures of torsos everywhere um and yeah, she's on a blog which is like I think eating sucks dot com, and then it's all like people like smell the pie, and it's really so sad. Yeah, um, they're like smell smell the pie while eating celery, as if that's gonna like trick your brain into thinking that you've yeah, eaten. It's, yeah, it's super depressing. And then I've she... never experienced that stuff, so I that's where your fucking dog. I, I hate that your fucking dog. dog. Get him on. What's... Get him. Get that dog to use the internet and see what it does to them. Her. Them. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So like, I I've never experienced that stuff, so I don't know how much care they've taken into that. I'm sure that's probably like a a real thing. Those sort of like forums and stuff. But it just seemed quite a clumsy way to show that. It didn't feel believable. I don't think. It it felt very clumsy and kind of like that. They'd be basically googling like, how can I have an eating disorder? Like trying to get yeah. instead of I don't know. I think they're just like it's it's like they took they're like right we're gonna do an anorexia storyline. Here's half an hour. Uh, you've got half an hour to do some research and then we're brainstorming. Mm-hmm. There's no like nuance. It's so like it's something that's been done a million times by after school specials. Yeah, probably with a fair bit more acting and nuance than this. This is shit. If you're going to really do like a, this film's about technology and how it's ruining the young generation, wouldn't you have her like scrolling through Instagram and seeing loads of skinny people and all that stuff? And And then she goes onto a fake blog. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And I think there's a bit of like history that she used to be, I guess, overweight maybe. And some boy (sighs) who's like, right, let's just get. So there's a scene where like she goes to her friend's house, and I guess her friend's brother is the boy she fancies, maybe. Yeah, I think. And she so. goes into the she goes into the living room, and there's this boy with um that drain. What's that haircut called? Curtains. Yeah, like uh, long curtains. Yeah, long curtains and a guitar, and he's sat there. And he's, he's playing Guitar Hero. Yeah, he's all greasy. He's like, oh, I see. I see that you're not so fat anymore. You you're almost hot enough to sleep with. Yeah. No, he doesn't. He says, you're looking a lot better. Have you hooked up yet? Have you hooked up yet? That's where I wrote the note, nothing screams written by a 45-year-old man than kids saying hooked up. When have you ever heard that phrase used ever in real life? Never. It's one of the worst uses of of dialogue in this whole film, Uh, except for the line where Ansel Elgert says IRL and the (laughs) therapist is like, IRL, what does... What does that mean? And he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, and you don't there's know, like three <laughs> times where people say DTF in this film." DTF. Oh, good lord! Just say the fucking word. Um, so yeah, the dialogue is atrocious, and then it hard cuts to them like uh, getting off with each other in bed, and he's like, 
uh, I'm not a fucking rapist. Like, why don't we just do it? And yeah, she's like, okay. okay. And then it's a really sad pan of the outside. You just hear like slight noise. Mm-hmm. And then he walks out, she walks out. And then she goes back to the room with her pals. First of all, how did they not know what was going on? She must have been gone for at least half an hour. Yeah, to an she hour. came with her hair like slightly messed up. <laughs> yeah, was gone for a bit of time and was having sex the hall over and no one said anything. Mm-hmm. All Stupid. very weird. But that results in an ectopic pregnancy. Mm-hmm. Um, that which scene is re- was, I think that's the darkest scene is when she goes to the toilet because she's got like a stomachache. No, actually, there's a bit before that where she goes to a sunbed with a stencil of a heart and a, I think it was a B. Maybe his name starts with a B. And oh. she burns that onto her like lower belly private parts. Yeah, I, I honestly was kind of at this point phasing in and out of existence. So I was like, yeah. oh, God. But then she Very like taps, him, taps him like to try and get him to see it. He doesn't want to. So she goes to the locker room and takes a photo of it. And then like a couple of scenes later, she has in hospital a miscarriage. Yeah. And she's like on the floor in a bathroom. She gets discovered like covered in blood. It's pretty gross. I don't know if the sunbed <sighs> had anything to do with that or... Oh, it's so sad and depressing. And the doctor who delivers the information is so shit. He goes, yeah. hi, I'm Dr. Stern. <laughs> and it, the line delivery is fucking phenomenally bad. I thought that might have been the director having like a cameo. But imagine if that was the role you chose to give yourself. Doctor who <laughs> delivers no- the... news of miscarriage. Oh, God. It's so depressing, J.K. Simmons. And does that storyline ever get resolved or go back to it no so it, it turns out she had the miscarriage because she was malnourished because she she's got an eating disorder i think her yeah. story is definitely the most tragic this is pretty horrible stuff it's so sad yeah and the big ending is that she texts the boy and he's like oh you can walk to my house instead of picking her up and then she goes to his house and throws a rock through the window and that's her redemp- that's her like story. right um- Imagine if you handled a storyline like this with a bit of care and tact and actually had some follow through or narrative. Mm-hmm. No, they just discard it like they do a lot of storylines in this. Uh, well, if, it sucks. The thing is, this feels like an episode of a TV show that's going to carry on. Yeah. I wouldn't want it to, but like every character has like a slight storyline that could be a film in itself, but instead it's just like rushed over and you don't care yeah. about any of them. And I like Slice of Life, like, cinema but here it's just so egregiously shit but you wouldn't stick you wouldn't have six different storylines that are trying to deal with loads of really horrible issues no because that's that's the thing about love actually and crazy stupid love the the narrative through line is love and the same with uh a lot of these kind of films like new year's day and a lot of these kind of copycats really I like Love Actually and I like Crazy Stupid Love. They're I all swear bad. me and you have spoken about six times where we've both agreed that Love Actually is actually bad. We definitely have. You can say you like it, but I know you don't. I always I always watch it every Christmas and I either like I it or don't like year. it. It's the best Christmas I've had in ages. It's like flipping a coin. I, I never know if I'll like it or dislike it. But, <laughs> but anyway, they're all okay, but the through line is always like love or something like that. And here the through line is gadgets, the internet, and horrible, awful things happening. And it's just so unpalatable and Mm -hmm. unpleasant. It's just like a soap opera, but it's got no... Soap operas do this better because they get a storyline 
which is based on current events or some kind of issue and yeah. they make an issue based storyline over the course of months and then it pays off and that's it and mm-hmm. whatever it, it's shit but that's just how they write soaps and this is yeah. that but there's just imagine watching one episode of Emmerdale and you never see another episode <laughs> they try and tackle so much stuff as well as we're saying and I was like oh they're showing such restraint to not have a storyline about drugs and then next thing you know Ansel Elgort's eating his one pill on his one pill. Yeah, that one um, bloody pill. Right. And then we've got Judy Greer and her daughter. Um, so the daughter, daughter, let's start with her. She's a friend of the girl with the anorexic story. I guess line. they're friends, except they're hor- the girl with anorexia is horrible to her. Um, She's horrible and- to her? No, because they're texting on their phone saying this skank, this bitch. Like, they're all horrible to each other. They're all very unpleasant. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she's like, wants to be an actor i guess but she's on about how she's she just wants to be famous doesn't she she wants to be famous but she's on about how like in the summer she's like shagged some boy and i don't know what she showed a photo of but i'm assuming based on the conversation it was like her sucking off a man yeah because she said she wanted to see what the want to see his view and she was like oh did you eat his cum and whatever and yeah it's kind of rude it's not like an actual kid conversation is it no, I don't remember how she starts speaking to Adam Sandler's son. I don't. She, I don't think she does. I think it just happens. I think they're just it just talking. happens. They're just talking for some reason, and uh, she's doing a project with him, and they're like she's walking through a mall, texting, and us as the viewer, like our view of it is a conversation between these characters over phone, but in reality, she's just walking and texting and not talking to her mum like at all. Which yeah. I found, I guess teenagers might do that, but that's weird. You wouldn't be like, oh, nah, are we going to go to Debenhams? Do I don't know yeah, if they'd whatever. be sexting while they do it, though. Yeah, you wouldn't be sending, like, oh, I want to ride you as you're tied up and whatever. Yeah. <sighs> so the mum obviously wanted to become famous and didn't. They're in the mall and there's like a talent scout, I guess. And they're like, we need to find people who are 6 to 16. And this obviously 25-year-old actress is like, <laughs> yeah. oh, wow, okay. And it's like, you're I'll do it. an adult. You're an adult. Like, you're not you're not 16, but whatever. I thought I'll that was going to be display. part of the storyline before I remember Me too. they were kids. I was like, she's definitely like 18 at least. I was imagining like a comedy kind of story of like, she joins like a kid's beauty pageant. But she's like when um, on Only Fools 19. <laughs> Do you remember that one where Rodney wins the contest? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes on they holiday in the kids' that. club. <laughs> they should have, have done brilliant. that. Um, With all the six-year-olds, she could go on that, holiday. That would have been a funny film in itself. Like a girl who's like really like stuck up, kind of... Pretending all right, to be that's, 12. Yeah, like, um, let's say a Rachel McAdams type, and she's like a proper mean girl, but she really wants to become famous. And then she's at the mall, and they're like, we need a thing for our children's like pageant show. And she's so desperate for fame, she just lies and says she's 11. <laughs> she's yeah, like, spurt. yeah, that would be funny. Yeah, that would be a kind of funny, like, whatever. This isn't funny. Um, no. She then starts doing a presentation about 9-11. Yes, 9-11 creeps its way in. Yeah, we got 9-11 expect. in. I was getting some fine man flashbacks. Um, <laughs> and... Yeah, she's she's basically she's like sold porn to her mum has sold porn of her daughter to men. Yes. Right? Yep. 
<laughs> I haven't really processed the fact that that happened, you know, until I just said it out loud. That's she should yeah. be in jail. She's yeah, yeah, 16. yeah, definitely. And she tells people as well what she's done. Yeah, she should be in jail. And but, and it's like it shows you some of the pictures, but kind of hints that there's a private tab on their website or something. She says, and the pictures that you see is her dressed as like. She, was she like a cowboy or something? She's in basically. She's in like underwear, and this is like yeah. a kid we've just heard is sixteen, and it's she's 16, really weird and... bikini pictures and stuff of this young girl. And then yeah. it gets revealed later on that um, a man messaged privately and asked for like private photo shoots. Yeah. So yeah. Why? Like, why would you? Like, I don't understand this character's Judy Greer's motivations. Is that she's she wants her daughter to be famous, so but that doesn't mean selling porn of her daughter to paedophiles. But I guess that's happening, and um, she doesn't she, realize it's bad until Hollywood tells her. Hollywood <laughs> tells her like to be famous. Yeah, Hollywood tells her because she's happy as fucking Larry until then, and then Hollywood calls and says, "We found all your daughter's porn." Uh, that you sell uh, so we can't have a as our child pageant show winner or whatever mm-hmm. and then she's like oh my god i'm terrible so she goes up to hank from breaking bad and says oh i'm a pe- i'm like selling my daughter's pictures to pedophiles and hank rightly so goes yeah like i've, I've just broken up with my wife and you're the first person i've dated and we're not we shouldn't do this anymore <laughs> at the end he takes her back Why? does he i didn't see yeah, that they're in hospital, like Hank's obviously sad about Ansel Elgert, and then she's in the hospital and she's holding his hand. Oh, yeah. I thought that the person, because this is how small the screen I watched this on, I watched this in my bedroom on like a little TV, and I yeah. think I was like drifting back to sleep while I was watching it. I thought that that was just um, Caitlin Diva just holding Ansel Elgort's hand. No, that was... <laughs> it was Hank and Judy Greer. Oh. Hank and Judy Greer. What's um, yeah, they're horrible, um, horrible people. And then we get to the last. Was there another family? Yeah, Adam Sandler's one. Yeah, that's that's the last one. Then, I f- I guess. Yeah, I don't think that there's. There might be some other characters like sprinkled around. Like J.K. Simmons is the dad of um, the anorexic girl. But he he has nothing. He he gets upset about what happened and leaves. And then he's not in the film again because yeah. they forget about him. He says something like, it's going to take me a long time to get over this. And then he just disappears. Yeah, exactly. I need a bit of time. And then he just leaves. He but just did leaves. you see the after credit scene? Where he's wandering the earth like he's, Kane he's, from Kung Fu. He's poli- polishing a um, shotgun outside the house of the boy. He's ready to go in and kill him. That's not true. Yeah, did you not see it? Is that actually? Yeah. Uh, you know what? Didn't watch post credits. No, it's not you... in it. <laughs> of course, it's not. How the fuck? Like that sounds so believable from this. They film, should have but... had a montage of an ending where that was happening. Ansel Elgort signing up to Farmville because he's not allowed on Guild Wars anymore. So yeah, he's playing that instead on Facebook. <laughs> Caitlin Diva is moving into a hostel on her own and wearing a tinfoil hat so her mum can't control her thoughts. Yeah, she needs to get out of that house like anyone else. Like, good yeah. lord. And then Jennifer Garner uploading her consciousness into the internet, like the little guy out of the Winter Soldier. <laughs> She's inside the internet. <laughs> She's uploading the daughter at the end. <laughs> and then I don't, I don't know what any of the others are doing, but that would be um, a good ending. 
Adam Sandler's family. They're the first we get introduced to and also the worst ones. The Trubies. Imaginable. The Trubies. The Trubies, so, love, they love boobies, don't they? they the it's one thing about the Trubies is they fucking love boobies. So Adam Sandler is like a, I guess, a porn addict, I think. Well, he is because he's wanking yeah. in his son's bedroom. He'll go to any means to, to get his yeah. little penis wanked. He needs his yeah. He needs to get that like a uh, thing, and and it's all told through this whimsical Emma Thompson narrative as we're watching him walk through the house and like oh I need to this is his favorite website is Spunkville dot com <laughs> and oh he loves it naughty mills and I'm like shut up Emma and Thompson. wasn't it something really weird and it was like that he loves a website where men pick up hitchhikers and fuck them or something. Yeah, that's something was it, really so. weirdly specific like that. Very specific niche. Um, but he can't use his computer anymore, so he goes to his son's and he finds his son's history, which is d- depraved cavern of awful pornography. <laughs> um, so this boy has his they establishes is a porn addict as well. Like he takes after his dad. And Isn't he's, it mad uh... though? Wait, can we? <laughs> I'm going to stop you there. Isn't it mad that this film, everyone's on phones all the time, but he doesn't think to use his phone to watch porn. He has to sit at exactly in his son's room. His if he's taking his trousers off, he's putting his bare bum on his son's chair. His son's Think chair, which he then stuff. knows that what his son is doing up there. Yeah, their bums are touching. <laughs> so, like, the son's no good. Like, he's really bad, and he's he's. <laughs> Viewing all these things, but all sex in this film is very. There's no sex positivity. It's all yeah, like there's none of depraved. that. <laughs> and they, they say he's been watching it since he was like three years old, and he just loves it. And uh, <laughs> yeah, what was it? He'd watched it from six, I think they said. I genuinely think they did say he first watched something it like that. Six. No, I think they say ten. But oh, okay, it, ten. Oh, fine. It'd be better if it was six. <laughs> <laughs> um, and anyway, he's like a vile little boy. And he's just always wanking. But at the start, it's kind of like Adam Sandler's there and with his wife. And then he's like, eh. he says he's going upstairs to study. Yeah, I don't think he's studying. He's studying and he's kind of movies. a bit, he's maybe studying some movies. And it's kind of like, whatever. Like, and, the, and they're saying this in front of a very little boy, but the very little boy's wearing big, big headphones. Yep. He's also sucking him. I bet he's watching porn in the fucking yeah, living that's room. That's what he's like, doing. He's on Roblox one minute, then Pornhub the next. <laughs> this three year old, he's got problems. Um, <laughs> it's in the anyway, blood. So, anyway, instead of it just being like, oh, it's a teenager exploring his like, sexuality, I guess. And he's, yeah, there's a lot of bad sites that kids can go on. But, like, what? I don't know. There's a way you could tell the story. Yeah. <laughs> This boy is just broken. So he meets this girl who's like, I want to shag you so bad, you weird nerd creep. Which <laughs> yeah. would, no, but he's would a jock happen. as well. You've got to remember he's a jock as well. Of course, he's a jock as well. He's whatever. And they go to his house and he's like, she gives him his her website to look at, to wank. But he can't, he needs something worse than that. He needs something really filthy. So he, he hollows out a football puts lube in it. so weird when he did that. (laughs) Wanks off with the football. Um, I did say just before that scene, I messaged you and I was like, I have no idea what to draw for this. And 
Yeah, now you well, do. Now I have a football, football full of cum. cum oozing out of it. <laughs> anyway, then they try and shag, and he just can't get erect without something terrible happening. <laughs> like he's just—he's got erectile dysfunction. He's like fifteen. <laughs> Oh, God, it's so unrealistic, that. I'm sure there's somewhere where it happened, but <laughs> that's such, such a bad, bad, like, storytelling. They're, like, saying that anyone who watches pornography is going to get horrific erectile dysfunction. Um, where does that, how oh. does that add up? That kid, you just need to look at that kid to know that if a girl speaks to him, he's already getting a semi. Yeah, so that kid had obviously Little chubby, been, like, He's the closest fine, thing yeah. to a chubby kid in this film. Is he decent? <laughs> no, he's not. Come on. <laughs> I've actually got a note that says where's all the chubby, acne-ridden, greasy kids or non-white yeah, the... people. Oh my god, yeah, it's a well, there's one note. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> so so anyway, this boy is broken, and then she starts spreading rumors that they slept together, and then he confronts her and she's like, Yeah, I had to because you're fucking broken and like I don't want yeah, to. Yeah, she's tell like, people, Would you rather me tell them that you can't fuck? You're you're broken inside your brain, and then he's like, all right, and then he just leaves the film. That's him done. Yeah. So that's a good story. <laughs> yeah, it's not a story. They're not even like fables of like no moral or message. You can learn from. Yeah, there's it's nothing just... like that. If you watch pornography as a, as a child, your it's brain will end It's such a jarring film. It's so yeah. jarring and horrible. This whole fucking shit film. Oh, God, it's so awful. So anyway, Adam Sandler... Adam Sandler was, was having sex when 9-11 happened. He was having sex with his <laughs> wife when 9-11 happened, and that's established because they're all depraved. So him and his wife have this really boring, loveless marriage where they're both playing uh, Wordle or whatever. Yeah, they're playing Words with Friends. Words with friends. And then there's an advert on TV and it's like, don't you want to have an affair with your... <laughs> no, he sees it while mean... he's watching porn. No, no. That's when he they clicks see it. it. No, but they see it. No, that's different. That's 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 different, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> They're in bed together and there's an advert that comes on TV and it says, in a trap to a loveless marriage, have an affair today. And it's like, <laughs> affair thing a fair and then hub. him and his a fair hub and then him and his wife are like oh. did they i didn't see that bit yeah they're in bed together and that an advert comes on for having an affair which is stupid <laughs> and then she's like really into the idea of having an affair so she joins the website and takes photos from like the neck down like I yeah, she to... takes a photo of a boring jumper as if that's gonna get everyone's hearts racing um, it does and then it's one man yeah, one man and she meets up with this man our only person who isn't white in the whole film, isn't Other it? Other than Shrink. The Shrink. Other than Shrink, to. yeah. Sorry, I forgot about Shrink. What's IRL? Is that a name? <laughs> oh. Shut up. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Uh, this guy is like, hey, this is, is this your first time? And they're like talking and he's like trying to be all smooth. He's like, what do you want, little girl? And I'm like, oh. Yeah, weird. He's like saying, like, come on, what, tell me what you want. She's like, I want to fucking suck on your big dick. And it's like, oh, God. Yeah, the Lord. most awkward dialogue there. I know, and I'm watching this at three in the afternoon in my grandma's house. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, good Lord. Like, this is foul. And then at the same time, yeah, Adam Stanler finds uh, an escort thing on, on uh, his site of choice. Yeah. And he clicks on it and he decides, I'm going to hire a prostitute for $800 an hour. Yeah, it was like £3,800 for a half day or something. Yeah. Yeah. 
And um, um, did you read? He, so, like, one of the bits that stood out to me on this sequence was that he's looking at like the categories of what you can choose, and it's like breast size, and it was like A cup, B cup, and it says like just fucking huge was the last <laughs> option, and then and then it said something like body style, and it was like abyssal perky <laughs> flat and then the bottom is like unattractive just plain disgusting and stuff like that it was like i'd have oh, loved to have seen that if he, just if gonna he click on, on all of them be the first time there's a fat person in this film everyone's <laughs> the same in this everyone looks exactly the same and they're all boring middle class terrible people who all live in the same house like it, the houses yeah. look exactly the same he meets up with this prostitute and he's like ah you want to go upstairs or whatever? And then I don't she... know anything about me. <laughs> oh, every sex scene in this film is awful. There's a sex scene between him and his wife. He's like, what happened to us? Remember 9-11? We used to be frisky. <laughs> and then it's He's just like, this... since the towers went down, you never seem to like me. That's that's when everything changed. They say that like twice about 9-11. Shut up. Anyway, then you just see this shot of the corner of the bed just like... Oh, yeah, it moves three times. And, that's and, then, it. and then it's over. So they've got a terrible sex life. And then he fucks a prostitute. And then again, he doesn't have much time. He has like loads of time left. He's like, ah, can we just, can we just cuddle? Can you lay on my chest and cuddle <laughs> me? For so depressing. And then, and then it hard cuts to his wife doing the same with that guy who she's just shagged. And yeah, um, they kind of play it as well in the run up to the affair as if they're going to meet each other. I thought it was going to start playing uh, Pina, Pina Colada. Colada. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. I yeah. said that to M. My wife was just working next to me through this whole film, and I was like, this is really shit. There's loads <laughs> of porn in it. and so, <laughs> so, yeah, so he finds out that she's having an affair after, or she's on that website, so he goes to the same bar that she's agreed to meet this guy at. And it's like, he's like, mm, like acting all high and mighty, but he's just slept with a prostitute, like, one yeah. scene before but then he's, and... that's the whole point but like the whole point he he sort of says like oh what's the point of arguing we've both done bad things we regret and that's like the ending note that it's left on but like yeah why does he have to let her know that he knows about the affair then yeah why don't that's yeah the exactly stance that he's gonna take that he's not bothered what why would does he have been... to make the point <laughs> what would have been better narratively would have just been like he shows up at the thing he sees her over the room but she doesn't see him and then he's like and then leaves mm. and then he then like is back looking at prostitutes and stuff and it's just like oh they're going to carry on with this terrible marriage forever like for them both cheating yeah um, that'd be quite black mirror style wouldn't it yeah like fighting kind of depressing. <laughs> um, <laughs> why does why does he keep on just going to a do you want chives on your turkey <laughs> she's when she's trying to tell him about the affair, he's like, how do you want your turkey? Why are they having turkey like, for breakfast? Yeah, the driest all, yeah, meat. They're having turkey for breakfast and like, just see, like, what, who has preferences over chives on things? Just what breakfast fucking... do they have him where he's got a handful of chives on the go? This family is broken, honestly. Like, yeah. they're awful. Between their erectile dysfunction 12-year-old and... <laughs> The kid playing Farmville and watching porn, and then oh god, it's it's a mess. And then yeah, uh, so they end really sad. I think none of the storylines end in a kind of happy or satisfying way. They all just oh. end halfway through the story. Like there's no narrative uh, payoff. 
And then it cuts to space again. Yeah, it's back in space. Carl Sagan's fucking shit poem that she's talking about. The whole thing yeah. is just... It's just bleak, depressing rubbish. It's not funny. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, it's oh. it's not funny. Like, I didn't laugh once. Uh, and, like, Apparently they it is tell... a comedy drama. Yeah, because they write, like, oh, Mr... What's his name again? Adam Sandler's character? Truby. Mr. Truby, yeah. Mr. Truby has just gone onto his laptop where he is trying to watch pornography. He is trying to watch his favourite one, which is Spunk Mil- Milf. <laughs> org. But unfortunately, he can't... Get- and that's the comedy. That's when I'm meant to be like, ha! Mm. <laughs> no, this is bad. It's badly written. It's badly directed. It's badly acted. It's terrible. Yeah. God damn. I, don't know, I just don't know what it's trying to say other than, like, life is shit. <laughs> Yeah, life is pointless and shit, and phones have destroyed us all. Mm-hmm. Irredeemable. Like when that stupid fucking machine set off into the recesses of, of deep interstellar space, it was in, a, in an era of probably the late 90s where people spoke to each other. But now, in the early 2010s, no one even speaks to each other because these fucking idiot machines. And goddamn, they've rotted our brains. They've given us erectile dysfunction. They've given us eating disorders. We need to throw them out the window and say no more. Hi, Luke. What's that you're singing? Oh, it's Strong by Joe Tyrone. Have you heard it? You're still listening to that. That's old news, friend. What? Yeah, it's yesterday's business. Well, what are the kids listening to now then, smart ass? Funny that you ask that, Luke. There's a new song by Joe Tarone out now. Wait, Joe Tarone has a new song out now? What are we doing talking? I've got to hear it right now. It's called Headstands and it's out right now. Right now? Yeah, right now. After you listen to this podcast, go to Spotify and listen to Headstands or go on YouTube even better and watch the music video. One of us made that music video, but I won't say who. He's also in it, which is weird because he was on camera. (laughs) Here's a preview of the song. We're an by all means. If we can't choose, then it's fine by me. Cause I've been doing headstands up against concrete walls. Shaking hands on the waterfalls. Headstands up against concrete walls. Shaking hands on the waterfalls. Do you think we're supposed to be jealous of the spaceship because it's like the furthest thing away from Don Truby and his wanking habits? <laughs> I think so. That spaceship doesn't know anything about Don Truby's wanking, and I do. For a film that hates the internet so much, I'm fucking glad it exists because I just spent this film just on my phone. Yeah, like me barely too. looking. I don't have anything to say. I just think except sh- for the hour we've just spoken about it. But. It's nuts that this doesn't have like at least one comedy relief character or like one storyline that's a bit fun. Nothing in this is fun. I'm not saying fun, everything like... needs to be fun, obviously. That, but you know, there's so many dark films where everything in it's depressing, like. Requiem for a Dream or something, but like, this isn't good enough to be this depressing. No, it's it's not. There's no like, I don't know, decent acting. All the act, there's no good performance in this film. There's none, and good actors are used. And the only person who's to blame is the director, um, who and the and the writer though, or is it the and the writer person? who who are they? We're gonna call them out. Yep. Both the same person. Jason Reitman, you, Reitman, whatever, you're fucking bad. 
<laughs> no wonder he stopped doing like indie cinema though and, and just sold out and remade his dad's film that he said he was never going to do. Exactly. <laughs> I, think, well, I think that was what happened, wasn't it? I think he did say he wasn't going to do like I don't franchises want... and stuff. I'm glad he did. I, it was better than I'm, this. I don't... I don't want to be too hot. Yeah, the Ghostbusters is better than this. Um, like, I've never seen Tully, and that looks all right, maybe. Oh, yeah, I think that's supposed to be quite good. I'll never um, watch it, though, after this. No, I mean, if a young adult, the same, looks quite good. Mm. Juno oh, yeah. looks good. Thank you for smoking. I've had that DVD on my shelf my entire life and never seen it. And, yeah, like, I'm sure he does good stuff, but this is just so sad and brown and grey and mm. no good. He fucking produced Whiplash. Yeah. He produced Jeff Who Lives at Home, which also looks horribly boring and that, that dry. Is that Jason Segel? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. It's not good. I like the Duplass brothers, though. They made Paddleton. So, maybe. Shut up about fucking Paddleton. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll talk more about Paddleton. I bet Paddleton this film's probably a bit like Paddleton. It, Paddleton is also very depressing but it's a really fucking good and well acted film and this is a piece of shit but did you know that this is also based on a book oh god it kind of felt like that though like I've I've read books similar to this and like when you actually know the inner thinkings of a character like when you're here reading monologues and stuff it's fine but it you know it might make you empathise with them a bit more but in this everyone felt like aliens just like working their way around a porn infested world exactly uh, so chad gulkin is a 46 year old american novelist and journalist uh he's written for the huffington post and he's written for some of the new york times he wrote the incredible Bert wonderston with steve carell did you ever watch that the one where he's a magician yeah all i remember is jim carrey pulling out a playing card from his own face oh nice I don't um, think I've watched it. But yeah, I don't think there's much more to say about this film. We've wasted a lot of time talking about him, thinking about it and watching it, frankly. <laughs> um, critics have maintained that his uh, that Chad Gulkin's male protagonists are misogynistic and trite. Gulkin says he frequently gets messages from people who didn't enjoy the books. They tend to be a bit irate and usually take the time to tell me that I'm the worst living writer. The world would be a better place without me. I have no understanding of women or all of my books should be burned. <laughs> that sounds like something the mum in this film would say to Ansel Elgert. <laughs> I can understand where that comment's coming from, though, because the men are all a bit like that, but it's like portrayed. It's not portrayed positively, is it? No, it's it's not portrayed positively, but it's also not written well. And it's not like all the characters, like you say, feel like fucking aliens and they're and no they're good. They're all just as bad as each other as well, aren't they? They're all just as bad as each other, but she's the worst one, uh, yeah. Jennifer Garner. <laughs> Should we just go over some trivia before we... Nah, let's just go straight to the sound of scale. There's not going to be any good trivia about this film. How did you do on your sound of scale? Um, got a few things, but I didn't get a line. I got fast food when they're in the oasis food court um nice. <laughs> unearned heartfelt moment most of it that mm. anytime they try to do anything heartfelt which is very rare actually there's no yeah. heart it's there's just misery love yeah the little bits between the girl and her boyfriend uh ansel elgert and and book smart mm. what everything uh tragedy the whole film oh, and yeah. 9-11 yeah both mentioned 
And then bikini, I got it for. And the worst crossing, I actually felt sick crossing that over because the bikini was actually part of a child porn storyline. So thank you for that on my yeah. scale. Um, ones I didn't get, I didn't get Sandler Scream. He's a very muted. I don't think we even spoke about his performance. Bad and mm. boring. But all the performances in this, I wouldn't, they are no, bad. No, they just it's all not him together. Yeah, it's they're not him either, like. They're all the same. They're all poorly directed and like reading terrible dialogue. Judy Greer, I like and other things. She's terrible in this. Mm. Jennifer Garner, I like and other things. Terrible. Hank from Breaking Bad, terrible. Mm. They're all awful in this. And yeah. whatever. Uh, I didn't get a fart. <laughs> I didn't get Alan Covert. Oh, what? I, I didn't get testicles, but... Um, <laughs> I'm hit thinking maybe I probably, yeah, hitting testicles. I um, reckon that young, the young Truby boy was probably whacking his balls yeah, three, four times. whacking them over and over again with his fucking fist. Wanking so hard that he's just he's punching, punching his, yeah, punching he's his balls. ripped his own knob off like a gorilla. <laughs> and then vomit. Why aren't you working? Uh, what's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, and then vomit, didn't get vomit. So, yeah, that, how did you do? Is, is foaming at the mouth a type of vomit? So close, probably not quite. That's more foam. Yeah. <laughs> we should put foam on the... <laughs> Foaming at the mouth. Gale. <laughs> uh, I did okay. I did get a bingo eventually an hour and 11 minutes in. My line was hit in face. I've got Elgort versus Timmy. Outdated reference. There's quite a few because all of the technology stuff like time stamps it. But the first time I saw one was that they had the, they had the gun emoji, but it was a realistic gun emoji. And that's mm. not a thing anymore. Do you remember this? Um, yes, I remember because before it became a water pistol. Yeah, it's now a water pistol. And I had Sander sideburns or facial hair, and he's got a little beard in this. Yeah, he's got a little beard. Early Sandler beard. Tonal shift was my other one that I got, and that was because it went from the deep space opening, deep as in like it was trying to be mm. intelligent, cut into Sandler wanking. That's quite a tonal shift, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of tonal shifts. It's like it just keeps going from like bad to worse. Um, I did not get young comedy actor pre-fame because I think most of the actors in this are already quite well-known or they're nobodies. Um, urine. There's no urine in this. No one wheeze. Pepsi. I didn't see any Pepsi. And there wasn't a court case yet, but I can imagine Judy Greer is probably going to be in one in like 10 years' time when her daughter grows oh, up yeah. and realises what she did. All of the Oh, everyone in this film needs to go to jail. <laughs> that's, that's the redemption we wanted—a big old court case at the end. It's like, Tie it all up. Ah, oh, Dan, you're oh, here too. Ah, oh, Mary Bedwetter. Can't believe you're here as well. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> They're all in all in prison. I want to know more about the guy who she was having an affair with because wasn't that website a site for people to have affairs? So it was like, yeah, I think so. All married. So I wonder what his married life was like. Yeah, God knows. It was probably he's probably Greg Cherry. <laughs> Imagine that as the twist. Greg Cherry's just absolutely going through all the mums in this small town. Um, yeah. So this leaves only one more question, uh, Luke. Are you going to? Um, what do you fucking think? <laughs> are you going to fly? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you going to fly? Yeah. Go on, try, it. try and find like a little metaphor for this. Oh, I just can't. I'm just so deflated. Are you going to uh, aboard the Explorer 
boarding the outer regions of our solar system with messages that aliens and other species will need from the human race and you climb aboard it just before it set off in the 90s or whatever and you put a copy of the dvd of men women and children just in the side so any alien can see this film uh, as it lives on forever not only in space but also in our sandler castle oh there you go or are you going to wank yourself to death <laughs> to the point where you have no erection anymore and then take one pill and then spew foam all over the DVD where it'll m- melt into the floor, which then opens up as a big chasm of the pit where it'll fall in there and burn forever. Uh, which one are you going for? This film is literally the, the sound of the pit. It's the sound of the pit of depression. That's what this film is. It's full of sadness and horrible stuff. So, yeah, straight into the pit. It's not even like... So we watch Click Back and we hated that film, but at least there was positives in it, that it was like good production design and stuff. Whereas this is so bland, so bleak. There's not really anything redeeming about it. You can't really like single out any performance as being special or even particularly good. The writing's pretty terrible. Everything that happens is terrible. Like, I don't like being this negative, but I can't think of anything in it that I enjoyed. I gave it one and a half stars on Letterboxd. Yeah, I saw that. I don't know what the one and a half star was for. That's that's what I like about it. Like, usually we're very, like, we hold down, like, we don't put down our reviews. On or... Letterboxd, I usually put, I've just watched something. I don't yeah, give it a and star then you rating add the if number. we're going to review it. But, yeah. This one, we don't care. I don't know. Maybe the half a star was for Adam Sandler wanking. I don't know. That's something I've wanted to see for a while. <laughs> I'm joking. With genuinely... his tie over his shoulder. When that was the start of the film, I was like, oh, maybe this could be quite funny if he's like a really hapless dad doing shit like that. But no, it's not even played for comedy. It's played for sadness. Some... Everything's yeah. played for sadness. I just felt like <laughs> the message of this film was supposed to be that they were saying that life wasn't pointless, like Ansel Elgort said it was. But I have come away thinking that maybe it is. Maybe he was right. I think he was right. Like, this, this, life is pointless. Like, every time I walk down the street, I might be walking past some disgusting family yeah. that are doing awful things. And, like, how the fuck am I going to know? I don't want to be part of this. This is... On the, <sighs> on the surface, this film's message is like, oh, God, isn't it hard just being a parent in the modern day? But it's like, yeah, it might be hard, but you don't have to sell pictures of your kid in bikinis. It's not that that's hard. That's the message. You don't That's have the message to, to take away. <laughs> erase messages and make your kid's potential boyfriend fucking overdose on one pill. Like, what? <laughs> oh, God. I'm to... It's like this film was written by, like, the people that comment on Daily Mail articles. Yeah, it was. It was like the the one viewer of Piers Morgan's new show. Yeah. Like, whatever that is. No one's watching that. Where it's like, have you seen the advert for it? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to tell Wokeness. the hard truth. Oh, what are you, you're triggered, you're fucking snowflakes. Whatever. The one viewer of that stupid show who goes, oh, actually, I think Piers tells it how it is, wrote this kind of fucking bullshit, mm-hmm. made me fucking watch it and talk about it. Yep. <sighs> it's it's a, a modern day film that truly is like, things are black and white, technology is bad. There's like nothing good to come from any of these things in this film. No. Yeah. 
pit everyone should have certain. lived in a forest it feels um, mad to say it but i would put this on the same level as like the worst ones that we've watched in the in yeah. the pit for sure this is worse than spanglish it's quite similar in like the joylessness but like at least spanglish there's probably something sandwich. in that that's okay yeah good sandwich great poster this has nothing <laughs> this has a great poster as well but the, so that's got a good poster not worthy of of that post this film uh what did you think what, what's your verdict <laughs> oh god I, I have no idea uh no the uh this is definitely going straight into the bottom of the sandler pit this is a miserable joyless terrible film uh there's nothing good about it they waste good actors the script is abysmal it's just absolutely horrendous um, I can't think of anything good about it to say. I'm trying to find out who drew the poster because I like that. I really like the poster. Yeah. And this is, for such a bad film, it has a really, really good poster. And I, it says I have no idea who the fucking artist is. God damn. Um, artists at BLT crushed this one. All hand-drawn revisions. I don't I'm just here on Collider trying to talk whilst also trying to find out the name of whoever drew this poster. It's a good poster, but like we don't need to go into it this much. I want to give credit it's, to it's not the as good only as the good top fi- five poster. No, it's not as good as the top five poster, but I do like it. Whoever drew it, if you're listening for some reason, why would you be? But it's really fucking cool. And this is also the last Adam Sandler film that I personally had left to watch for feature films that have been released. So <laughs> what a fucking way to bow out of that. Like, <laughs> good God. Him yeah, wanking nice, in his it? son's room. <laughs> All right, fine. Do you want to have a quick Sandler game? Uh, Yeah. Well, actually, first. What do you want to do first? Yeah. I think we should do the Make Mine Madison while we're still on this. To cheer us up. <laughs> yeah. Just as the last whimper of men, women and children before we never mention it ever again, even though we definitely will because it's now on your benchmark for bad. Have you done anything for a Make Mine Madison for this, firstly? Uh, no, I was just going to listen to you and just, just chat shit with you. Oh, okay, great. Well, I'm glad someone's done the homework. <laughs> I was too busy with this game. <laughs> to be fair, yeah, you finished the film like 20 minutes before we started recording as well. <laughs> We've done this so finished, last minute, haven't we, compared yeah. to our usual recording weights? I know, I usually, I've finished recording, I made my grandma a sandwich, and then I went upstairs to yell about porn. I bet <laughs> she's like, what is going on? <laughs> so, right, my Make My Madison, what I've done, I haven't really, like, changed the model of what this film is. I would keep it as one of these, are they called anthology films? Is that what uh, Yeah, maybe. Like a magazine. I love actually type. type, yeah. Yeah, that kind of thing, where it's all separate stories. But instead of having the like bookends of this spaceship, mine would be that Kevin James is an alien and he's observing humanity for whether or not he's going to invade. <laughs> so he's watching it like the watcher out of what if, the Marvel show. He's just in but a is, spaceship. How is he what so is he watching the film as exactly the same? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's just that. <laughs> It's not like he just like presses play on like one storyline and you see it in full. No, no it's you... still all over the place. Yeah. Oh god damn. <laughs> I mean, be... and you cut back to him and he's like, "What? I I don't understand this editing. They all look the same. They're all white and <laughs> yeah." <laughs> and he looks like Boss Nass out of uh, the first Star Wars. <laughs> 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 he's got like a little advisor maybe that's like editing the film for him as they go, and he's 
he's really like eager. He's like, oh, I'm bored of this scene. On to the next one or something like that. Did, maybe. Did you ever watch a? Did you ever watch the TV show Stupid? Nah. Where it's a. Uh, I remember hearing King, of it. It was horrible, horrible little show, wasn't it? King's stupid and his like goblin sidekick, and they're like he makes things. He he like watches clips. And he's like boring, and then he like makes him do something stupid. Lovely. Maybe yeah, it'll be a bit that like that, this. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> So I've just done some bullet points of like what I would change about stories. First one, kid glues his dick to football. That would have been good. Yeah. So if he's wanking if... with the ball and he glues it. Yeah, so like there's two uh, tubes on his desk because he's broken his <laughs> gaming chair. So there's a, a load of super glue and a load of lube. Yeah, and they're both so in little blue things. And he's like in a rush. He's like, oh, I'm coming. The exact same thing happened in American Pie 2, but I'll steal it for this. Fuck it. Guy glues his hand to his willy, but instead it's this time his dick's inside the ball. And then maybe and they have to play like... the they have to play the final game. <laughs> he's like, this is this is the only ball we have. So they have to like throw him around by his yeah. penis. Well, I was just gonna say he he has to go outside to walk to the hospital because his parents aren't in to get it removed and like there's kids on the street like trying to grab the ball and stuff. Hey, that's a really cool ball, man. Is that the uh Can I grab new, it? Uh, can I can I can we toss the old pink skin around for a little bit, fellow? And he's, he's like, like don't say off. toss. <laughs> <laughs> don't say anything provocative. I will come on all over the glue. Yeah, and as he's walking along, he sees someone like tied up and it gives him a boner. Um, <laughs> hey, so... kid, kid, but there's, this person's bleeding out. Like they, They've got a big rupture in their chest. We need that football to block the wound quickly. <laughs> I, I can't give it to you. I, 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 I've got to get to my get. Come on, kid, this guy's going to die. <laughs> And he walks past Tom Brady and he's got nothing else to get his autograph on, so he has to get the ball. Hey, let me sign. <laughs> hey, kid, like, give me the ball, I'll sign it for you. I'm your childhood hero, right? He's like, I'm sorry, bro. He's still naked. He's still yeah. naked when all of this is happening. Tom Brady's sat on a uh, on a on a lifeguard chair. She's really high in the sky. He's like, kid, I can't come down, but you can throw it up to me and I'll sign. I can't I can't do it. <laughs> he's like, I really can't come down. I'm watching Greg Cherry's kids and making sure they don't drown. <laughs> right, that's good. That's, that's only the first bullet point. It's already a better film. Um, so I had the note while watching the film where I was like, um, where is it? Oh, I'm not really paying attention, dot, dot, dot. Wow, is that Guitar Hero? So I got quite excited seeing Guitar Hero. That was a bit of a flashback. Mm. I feel like in 2016 or whenever this film came out, that was already like a gone trend, but still they had it. Mm. Um so my next note was that there's going to be a subplot about a kid being in a Guitar Hero tournament, but he plays it like he's a real rock star and he's really cool and stuff, but he's just playing Guitar Hero. Maybe serenades a girl when he's playing it. Is that the know. cool kid with the the the, with the curtains? Hair. Yeah. Yeah. In this, he's like a a lovable rogue. He's like maybe he's like All a right. stoner or something. That could have been an interesting character. Okay. Too. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, and he serenades a girl singing. I don't know, through the fire and the flames by Dragon Force, maybe. Like the hardest song is, on Guitar but... Hero. <laughs> cool. <laughs> it's pretty cool. It's not a love song. It's about like know, dragons or something. Um, <laughs> my next that would note... be a more balanced view of the internet and gaming and stuff. If there's just some fucking loser who's like really cool who plays Guitar Hero and that's his only thing. And that's his whole storyline. And what yeah. if like, so say they're at the Excel Center and that's where this tournament is. And like, next door 
Aerosmith are playing or something like that. And all the crowds are Hell leaving yeah. the Aerosmith concert to go and watch the Guitar Hero one. And then that guy, what's the Steve Tyler guy? breaks his Steve finger. Steve <laughs> this kid. What's going on? <laughs> yeah, we kid, kid, we've seen your moves. We need you next door for the Aerosmith. <laughs> and he plugs his Guitar Hero USB into an amplifier. <laughs> <laughs> the clicking sound. <laughs> this guy really knows how to rock out. <laughs> That's when it cuts to the audience and Peter Dante's there as his character from Little Nicky and they're like, oh, this really rocks. <laughs> uh, this is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> that kid's got magical fingers. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, um, they, they really does. <laughs> next storyline is Adam Sandler meets the escort and it's Terry Crews in drag. Really good idea. Yeah, we'd like that. I was, I he was. He keeps thinking, the affair going. It doesn't change anything. It's just that it's terrible. I just, I just think this. She just knows me so well. <laughs> and then she's the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. It makes the film a little bit more diverse as well. Um, and also, she's having an affair with Terry Crews as well. <laughs> yeah, they're having the affairs with Terry Crews. And, and he's just the head like, teacher at the school. At the yeah, end. and then at the, the end of the film, like obviously they're going to go watch like this kid perform Guitar Hero. That's going to be the big oh, thing. Yeah. In the school at hall. The, at the school next door to the Aerosmith concert. But <laughs> they'll, they'll both arrive and it's like, hey, Mina, this is our new... Uh, He's part of the family now. <laughs> to the kid with the football on his cock. It's like meet your new dad <laughs> and your new mum. And it just ends with Kevin James like abducting the Aerosmith concert. <laughs> um, what else have I got? J.K. Simmons becomes a granddad and has hilarious adventures. <laughs> it's yeah. really dark from the ectopic press. It's not dark. It's lightening. That it, the the baby lives in my version. Uh, the baby lives. Because what did we really learn from that happening? From the baby, never have unprotected sex, especially if you're a. Don't be anorexic. Is that what the message? Eating disorders. Yeah, don't be anorexic. It doesn't say like how to spot signs, does it? Like this film is like don't you you've got to like be careful for the subtle signs. The subtle signs of a thousand photos of torsos on your daughter's wall. Like and the shepherd's pie not getting eaten. I didn't even know that Americans had shepherd's pie. I, To be honest, I saw that and I was like, holy fuck, Americans have shepherd's pie? Next they're going to have was fish it... and chips and curry sauce. <laughs> yeah, was it a cottage pie though? Like it could have been. Oh, maybe. No, it was shepherd's pie. She said shepherd's pie. She said shepherd's pie, yeah. I didn't even know they had shepherds yeah. in the US. But yeah, J.K. Simmons. <laughs> no, just in uh, Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't used well at all. So him having adventures with a baby would be great. Yeah. Um, Ansel Elgort brings his Dungeons and Dragons skills to the football pitch. Really good idea. Yeah. So he's like, we have to roll a seven to do a touchdown. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Is that right? Bringing all these like nerds onto the pitch, like bench warmers. They've all got like swords and wizard hats and stuff. But they're all so strategic that they're actually secretly jocks. (laughs) They're really good at it. And then Steve Tyler sees it from Aerosmith and he's like, rock on! He's like, he doesn't want to miss a thing. And then um, <laughs> my, last, my last note is that Jennifer Garner's character trips over and is strangled by a phone charger. Oh, yeah. Like, she needed some comeuppance. I think the robots should have taken her out. It was like, what can sh- like truly show the dangers of phones being everywhere? The phone chargers, the wires. They're so easy to trip over and strangle yourself yeah. on. 
she just gets caught in a, in a myriad of them, a little bit like the Philosopher's Stone when they get stuck in that, in the devil's that horrible plant. The devil's snare. <laughs> and they're like, Mum, calm down. Stop panicking about the internet so much. And she's like, I can't stop panicking. I can't stop panicking. Who's this man who's messaging my daughter? She's like, Who's this man sending you Farmville requests? <laughs> <laughs> What does he mean he needs more corn? <laughs> oh, dearie me. Yeah, and then it ends with Aerosmith just like rocking out. Aerosmith rocking out and Kevin Kevin James blowing up the earth. <laughs> and he plays the slow version of I Don't Want to Miss a Thing at Jennifer Garner's funeral. <laughs> and everyone throws their phones into her grave <laughs> and puts dirt over them. Yeah. <laughs> Berries are in phones. <laughs> She's buried in USB <laughs> cables and wires and stuff. Good lord. <laughs> it's really good. So you've improved it already. Yeah. There's and so everyone's much a Muppet. to work with. <laughs> you haven't even... Yeah, everyone in it's a Muppet except for Adam Sandler and Terry Crews. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all Muppets and it's a stage musical. Yeah. It's also... <laughs> <laughs> it's the <good>. Crucible. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, well, that was really good. Um <laughs> That would have been way better. Like, literally one of those ideas would have improved it. Yeah, there's just so much you could do with it because it is actually, like, a fun concept that they just literally, like, smear shit on. This isn't a fun concept. What are you talking about? This is a soap opera concept. No, but these films can be fun, the ones where they, like, go around different characters and stuff. Like, Grown Ups 2 is one of those fucking films where (laughs) where it's just characters in a town doing stuff. God damn, this Grown Ups 2... Grown Ups 2 looks like fucking Shakespeare compared to this shit. It's like the it? Dark Universe version of Grown Ups 2. That's what this film just is. That's oh, the dangers Lord. of having fun and partying. And this is the dangers of phones. Oh, God. I'm surprised no one did get run over in this film. They should have. They should have been texting and got hit by a car. There's no deaths, which was a shame. We get close. Yeah, we get close and they didn't go through with it, cowards. Right, you ready for my game? I am ready for your game. I, I can't believe how long this fucking men, women, and children episode this is. Be it's bad, like two hours it? already. I'm not even. I'm so deflated for the game. I don't even fucking cancel the game. Like, is it a good? No, nah, I'll, I'll do it. It's not good. How quick? It's very quick. This game is called Men, Women, or Children. Oh. I'm going to say a name, and you're going to tell me if they're a man, if they're a woman, or if they're a child. And by child, I mean teenager like or now. child. No, in the, in the film they were in. So you need to tell me if they're a man, woman, or child. And you also need to tell me where they're from. Okay. Uh, so you get one point for man, woman, or child, and one point for, for, film. Uh, for film. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. So you need to get 15 <laughs> to, to win. <laughs> okay? Right, okay. So I have to get more points than there are questions. <laughs> no, because you get two points oh, no, for each question. Points. 22. So you need to get... Fucking... Just let's do it. Right. Donna Clint. Woman. Woman. What's she from? Men, women and children. Who's she played by? Judy Greer. Judy Greer. Well done. Is that right? Yeah, we're starting off easy. Me looking at IMDb uh, boys probably did help. There's a, there's a few wild cards in this one, so bear with as well. Okay. Bigfoot. I guess, I guess, like, if we're being honest, we'd go, like, specimen. <laughs> Is he male? 
<laughs> he's portrayed gen- generally as being male, I think. So let's go male. Uh, incorrect. He's actually a child. <laughs> he's a young boy. No, uh, I'm joking. He's non-applicable or specimen. So I'll give you that. Okay. And what's he from? Missing Link. <laughs> I just said he. <laughs> what's it from? The film Missing Link. No, it was actually the one from the Strange Wilderness. So that's the oh. point deducted. Sorry. Shit. I thought he was from Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> there is a Bigfoot in Hotel Transylvania, is there? Yeah. Yeah, it's a good one. Not it's as good as the one big, from. Do you remember? It's just a big foot. Just a big foot. That's rubbish. Oh. Okay. <laughs> um, Blanche Munchnik. Oh, Munchnik. Mrs. Munchnik. Who's Mrs. Blanche Munchnik? Is she a man? Is she a woman? She, or is she a, a child? She's a woman from That's My Boy. No. Oh, I thought it was his teacher. She's, she's a woman from Mixed Nuts. She's the... Mrs. Uh, Munch... Yeah, she's across Mrs. the hallway or something. I don't know. Across the hallway, yeah. Yeah, so... Probably. You, you were close, but... But you got that she's a woman, so well done. Cheers. N- Nancy Pittman. Nancy Pittman. Pit Pittman, that's what we're called. Man. <laughs> um, Man, woman, or child. Nancy Pittman. Nancy. I'm gonna go child. She's a woman. Oh. Sorry. What's, now, she what's she from? No, you can tell me. I'll ask you first. Um <laughs> What's Nancy Pittman from? Shakes the Clown? Nah, she's from the Manson family. <laughs> oh no! I'll give you the point though. Like you got very close to Shakespeare. <laughs> Another cult of lunatics. Another love cult. fighting. Horrible clowns. Uh, okay, I swear that's the only time I've done that. Okay. Would you swear on your new dog? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> so you have done it again. <laughs> I haven't done it again. I just don't want to, don't want to, you know, jinx the dog. Debt jinx. So yeah, I don't want to put curse on her. She's only been here a day. I'm not, not betting on her. Like a That's fucking why she keeps barking. She's, she's haunted. People keep swearing on her. By a swears. <laughs> Eddie Plant. Um, Eddie Eddie Plant. A man, a woman, or a child? Gonna go man. Yes, it is a man. Airheads? Not airheads. This is a a character played by a Game of Thrones alumni. Mm. Pixels. Pixels, yeah. It's Peter Dinklage in Pixels. Oh, is it? I so, thought yeah. it was Sean Bean in Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie Plant. Fuck, I didn't realise that I had two Game yeah. of Thrones people at shit. But we never even mentioned that in the... Whatever. Nah. Okay. Laurel Thomas. Laurel Thomas. Man, woman, or child? Woman. Woman, yeah. It's quite a delay there. Woman from Laurel Thomas. Spanglish. Just throwing out names. Is it from even a film? So a little. (laughs) No. (laughs) This is a. This is Marlon's wife from Everdale. <laughs> Do you oh, remember yeah, Laurel. Laurel Thomas? Yeah, Laurel, yeah. <laughs> you hate more than just a wife, aren't you, Laurel? <laughs> is that what they were saying in that fighting clip? 
probably. He's my friend. <laughs> Bit more than a friend, aren't you, Laurel? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, Tommy Valentine. Um, man. No, child. Oh, child. Child. Yeah, child. Who said Valentine as a surname? <laughs> Other than Gary Valentine. Chuck and Larry. No, no. Ah. A good, good guess, but. There's another character with the surname Valentine that we've covered in one of these films. Really? Yeah. It's a double alliterated love interest. Vicky, no, that's Valancourt. This is one of her kids. So think about time scale. Blended? Not blended. What era would a a Sandler love interest have children? Quite recent, I guess. Yeah. Oh, Hubie Halloween. Yes, well done. Played by um played Jimmy by Bowen, that boy Julie, from Judy Bowen's kid, I guess. Yeah, the son is played by Noah Schnapp. Oh, from uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Chester De- Chester Darby. <laughs> Great name. Uh Chester Darby. Mate, honestly, I'm usually really good at these games, but I can't remember any of these things. You're a bit rubbish. Is it a man, woman or child? You could go with man. Man, yeah. Chester. Who's called Chester in any of these? Uh, Grandma's boy? Nah. This is uh, Brendan Fraser's character from Airheads. Ah, yeah. The, God, you are doing really star. bad. Yeah, I'm feeling bad. Okay, I'm, Eliza. I'm after men, women, and children. Yeah, I know. I'm a, I'm feeling a bit sad. Like I just want to go to bed. I want a fucking ice lolly. Yeah. Oh god, actually, I've got an ice lolly in my fridge. Have you ever had Aldi's like version of a Calippo? They're really good. Oh, I don't like Calippos. I like Soleros. The new exotic Soleros, fucking banging. Oh, I'd actually kill for an exotic Solero. It's actually r- been raining here, which is. It crazy. looks a bit grey here, but it's it's warm still. Let's have a look. Oh god, yeah, cloudy. Rain you opened that though, and I've never seen it look so bright in Sheffield. Ah! <laughs> I'll be working on my um, rain tan. <laughs> okay, Eliza Mayerowitz. Uh, child. Yeah. Although, can we count her as a child? Whatever. And what's that from? The Mayerowitz stories. Well done. Look at you. you, you she is, you're doing she well. Is a, she's a child because she's going off to like college, isn't she? Yeah, but wouldn't that mean she's like 18, 19? Maybe. 20? Yeah. But whatever, she's his like kid. She's his kid. I put this down as child because it's a child of a character. Yeah. Whatever. We're all children of someone. We're all someone. <laughs> okay, Dennis Watts. Huh? Dennis who? Dennis Watts. What's what? Is that a man? Very funny. That's Dennis sick. Watts. Man, woman, or child? Woman. No, I'm joking. Uh, man. Man. Well done. And what is he from? Dennis Watts. Dennis Watts. Bedtime stories? Nah. I've just thrown names you, out at this point. Yeah, Charlie you Watts. Might, he's known more as, as Den. Den Dirty Watts. Den. From EastEnders. From, yeah. <laughs> the first ever appearance of any character in that soap was a Dirty Den. Was it? Yeah. Is I he always a villain? I, yeah, probably. I mean, with a name like Dirty Den, you've got to be, don't you? I'll call you Dirty Luke and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one more for you. Okay. Maggie Murphy. Maggie Murphy. Woman? No, child. Oh. Just go with it. 
Well done. Yeah, it's the uh, it's the girl from Just Go with It. Good job. Yeah, she's the best part of these films because he won two. So I told you you needed to get fifteen points. You got fourteen. Ah, better look next time, kid. <laughs> and your fourth was... is you have to rewatch Men, Women, and Children right now. You have to right read the book. <laughs> oh god, that's what's going to happen once we finish doing every Adam Sandler film. We have to read the books that the films are based on. <laughs> Might be the only one. I think that's the only one that's had a book, right? Maybe, yeah, probably. I'm gonna bite you for Christmas. I think. <sighs> no thanks. What a nice read. It. So goddamn, <sighs> God, I'm so deflated. Honestly, I feel like I'm gonna cry. That's another one in the can. That's another episode done. Another film another one done. done. Thank God. Uh, so, what are we going to be doing next time? Next time, we're going to be watching a film that we've mentioned before and I guess also dreaded because it seems pretty fucked up. We got an email, actually. Do you want me um, to read it? or? Um... Yeah, go on, you read it. All right, so we got an email from Harry Henty or KR from London. I don't know. So it says, good morning. My name is Harry and I've recently started listening to the podcast and I've binged about uh, almost half after finding it last week. Having listened to your Christmas episode where you put me onto the greatest YouTube channel ever, the Canaan Brothers one. Which is yep. Hopefully really the Canaan Brothers still love us after we eviscerated I mean, the home team. Good Lord. I do feel bad about it because it was their first, whatever. <sighs> you don't make friends in this industry, Luke. You don't make friends. You don't make 500 <laughs> friends. Isn't that the tagline of the social network? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't make 500 friends without making an enemy. That's not... Just can't 500. Be. Just 500. And then you and then you cap it. Okay. Uh, well, you put me onto the greatest YouTube channel ever. You both mentioned that you'd be interested in seeing Kevin James doing a dramatic turn. Well, I found the perfect thing. And we have said we want to see that as it's well. Here Comes the Boom. <laughs> yeah, we've already seen him do it. <laughs> uh, a Tale of Immigration. <laughs> really strong story about how uh, they're cutting funds for schools. Okay. Uh, now, I don't know if you already knew about this, but on Amazon Prime and Shudder, there is a horror film from 2020 called Becky, in which Kevin James plays a literal neo-Nazi. <laughs> I won't say a lot more, but I will say it has nothing to do with the Sandman, so I'm unsure if it qualifies for the pod, but definitely worth a watch. Loving the podcast, KR from London, Harry Henty. So, nice email. Nice email. Makes One of the only ones the, we ever get. hate mail that we usually receive. <laughs> yeah, we cease read... and desist from the estate of Dana Carvey. Yeah, Dana Carvey and your dad just emailing <laughs> all the time saying to stop it. But, My dad's um... saying he never agreed to be on the podcast and that we should remove that episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we usually go for things with an Adam Sandler uh, connection, be it a, an appearance or a production credit, writing credit, something. This has none of them, but we have done this in the past with Barnyard. Mm-hmm. And have we done it before that? There was another one that we watched that like, I felt like we definitely shouldn't have watched. <laughs> Men, Women and Children. Men, Women and Children, we really shouldn't have Transformania. Watched. That's kind of one, isn't it? Yeah, like that had no connection. But we'd done all the others. It'd have been weird if we'd, if we'd not. Master um, of Disguise, was Adam Sandler in that? He produced, uh, he produced it. it, yeah. Finding Sandler, like, I guess he's in it, isn't it? We haven't watched he? it. We haven't watched it, we just had the interview. Yeah, so that we usually do go for ones that are more Sandler-focused, but goddamn, I do really want to watch Becky. Yeah, um, I think we've we've kind of just got to at this point. Yeah, so it looks like a... Is it a horror film? 
Yeah, well, that's what Harry said in that email. That it's a if it's on Shudder, that's like a streaming service just for horror films, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm really looking forward to watching this. I think it's going to be a bit of a change of pace. And mm-hmm. considering how much we always say we need to see Kevin James doing a different kind of role, and then this is it. So yeah. we Paul can Blood, judge it. This is not. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't think this could get any different, more different from like. Not just Kevin James's stuff, but pretty much everything we've covered on this podcast. Yeah, so we've done any a bit of a horror, different direction, have we? Uh, no, but we still have to watch the shortcut, which is a uh, Happy Madison horror film. Yeah, I can't Adam wait Sandler for that. Produced it. Come on, <laughs> I think this one could at least. I, I have zero good expectations for this film, but I reckon we'll have as much to talk about as we have for this film, and like it might be an enjoyable bad movie watch rather than like a painful yeah. one. But yeah, I'm excited. Me too. I'm excited. Uh, Until then, if you want to get in touch with us like Harry Henty has done and suggest something for us to watch. I mean, I know that you're all out there clamoring for our Monster House episode. (laughs) I know it. Like, you just have to email and we'll do it. Luke Terry will do it if you tell him to. I'm so hungry for popularity that if someone says, if one person said to me, like, I don't know, watch Blade Runner. He'll be like, oh, okay, we'll watch it. We'll watch it. Like, we just need a, a very vague connection. You want us to watch Judge Dredd because Rob Schneider's in it? Tell us. We'll you do it. You want us to start our podcast that's a spin-off all about Pinocchio films called Real please, Boys? Please let us do Real Boys. We de- we're sick of this format. <laughs> if you want us to do The Feral Pit, which we joked about April Fool's in 2020, Two years but ago. actually... In retrospect, seems like a really good idea. Maybe we do one episode, but it's just Casa de Mi Padre and then we never do another one. <laughs> tell us, we'll do it. Yeah, tell us. Just send us an email. Just, just go on, just maybe send even email. send us a DM on Instagram. We're not the yeah. best at replying, but you know. We'll we'll reply to you maybe if we've got time. Um but yeah, get in touch with us, the sandlipit at gmail.com or at the sandlipit Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. But we really only really use Instagram, so yeah. yeah, and leave us a five star review because if the emails aren't enough to give us like that sense of gratitude that someone out there's listening to us shouting into the void, then a, a five star review might do that. Yeah, please. I have literally no, I have nothing left to live for after men, women, and children. I just left. feel like I feel adrift. <laughs> I feel like Ian Beale. <laughs> oh Lord. no! Is... One of the Canaan brothers just replied to our Instagram post while we've been recording this. They've listened to it. Was hoping to move into the James chamber, but the pit's not actually so bad. Ha ha. Oh no! No, 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 no! Ah! Oh no. They're so nice. Another direction. I love the Canadian bros. They're so good. They've been nice about it though. Oh fuck. Fuck! It's one of the best they, in the pit. Let's they, just tell them that. They know about the James Chamber. That means they've listened to <laughs> other episodes. I think we mentioned it. We made it in the Christmas episode. That's when we made it, when we did the YouTube channel. That's when we made the James Chamber. That's really oh. actually like ruined my day. And Let's I've talk watched... about it in the Becky intro of the next one, yeah? Yeah, we will, actually. That's a good idea. So, yeah, um, thank you. Oh, God, I feel like I want to cry. Thank you, Joe Tyrone, for uh, all your music you do for this podcast and um, out in the streets of London, <laughs> busking away. If you're listening to this and you want to start your own podcast, he makes podcast themes for other people. If you like he our does. one, some music you're about to hear in a second, why not get in touch with him on, I think it's called Fiverr. Just do anything. Like, ask him to just do... Tell, Ask him to soundtrack your life and do a voiceover, Emma Thompson style. <laughs> 
thank you to Luke Thomas for your patience in this episode. You've actually been surprisingly subdued considering that the message you sent me after watching this film was A H H H H H H H H H H H H H H in capital letters as if you were screaming via text. I did have a little scream. Like I got it all out and I'm so tired from screaming. And thanks for your well, thank artwork. You. you did a great job on the men, women and children poster. No one else has claimed it. So let's just say you did it. <laughs> don't, don't. Oh, yeah. OK. Yeah, <laughs> I did it in 2013. I was 18 years old and I got a call from uh, the di- the son of the director of my <laughs> favourite film, Evolution. I'm calling him wrong <laughs> man after this film. <laughs> you email us if you want us to watch Evolution. There's absolutely no send connection. But you want Luke just send Thomas us a quick to email, I'll the poster. It. Just send him an email. Send us Farmville requests. Please send us Farmville requests. And please, Luke, can you reply to me on Words with Friends? <laughs> and also thank you, Luke Terry, for editing these episodes together. Uh, can't wait to see how you cut down this four-hour episode to something palatable. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's the longest episode we've ever done about a film that neither of us like, even remotely. Keep it at this length, just unpalatably long. Shall I, leave, shall I release it as, as raw? Yeah. I'm uploading it right now to Mum's Net. And tagging Jennifer Garner in it. Oh dear. So come back next time. <laughs> God's sake. So come back next time when we're going to be uh, talking about Becky. And until then, it's been a very happy Sandler buy from me. Well, it's not been very happy, has it? Fucking hell. Oh, it's, totally. like, it's been a, a Sandler buy from me and a Sandler buy from him. You're really beautiful. Do you know that, Greg Cherry? <laughs> Don't allow guilt to prevent you from doing what's right.